What's up, horror fam? You know what time it is. Perfect. Let's get into this. We're getting into it. We got a really cool thing going on tonight. Uh, if you uh, if you follow Ryan on Facebook uh, or the Horror Chronicles, you probably know uh, because uh, he put up a little video today on his way over here. He was riding the storm out. Yeah, it's blasting scenario. The storm out. <laughs> uh, we uh, we got a very cool guest in the in the studio with us tonight. Well, not really in our studio. He's in his own studio. But <laughs> we're doing this via technology. He's here. Uh, He's here. We got uh, Dave, Dr. Shock, Becca on the line. What's up, man? What's up, Dave? Hey, so now we there. No, he's there. How about yeah. There we go. Yeah, I, I, it, you guys pause for me for a second. You're good, buddy. You're good. That's the that's the blessings. Hold on, I'm going to kick my son off the Wi-Fi. <laughs> hey, no, ours is dragging a little bit too. All right. That's the you good thing. A, about you guys got a storm going there, you said? Or? Yeah, there's an ice storm that coming through. I mean, it's not too horrible right now. Yeah, it's, we just uh, we've uh, we've got about I don't know half to three quarters of an inch of sleet on the ground right now. Oh man! That's and nice. uh, they're saying I think we're supposed to get like three to five inches of snow on top of that. So, yeah. Who knows? It's Either not, way, I still got to get up and go to work. Yeah, right. Yeah, me too. <laughs> it, that, that doesn't stop that. And, then, you know, when you're a kid, you can get out of school. That's about it. But yeah. Oh, don't even tell me. Too bad. Yeah, tell my wife's my... a school teacher, so, she, you know, she's like, I don't have to go to school tomorrow. I knew yesterday. I went. Yeah. I took my kids to school yesterday, and I seen the weather. I'm like, we're not going to have school for the rest of the dang week. Yeah. yeah and sure enough. Yeah. Sure enough. But that's anyways, cool. anyways, yeah. as we said. We yeah. got, got Dave Becker in the house. Dave, why don't you introduce yourself? Uh, they know who you are, but uh, let them know all the great podcasts and things you're involved with. That way they can search you up. All right. Well, thank you. Yeah. I'm, uh, well, I have my blog at DVD Infatuation. That's what it started the whole thing. As far as podcasts, though, um, uh, the two longest were, uh, have been Land of the Creeps, of course, with, with uh, Greg and Bill and Pearl, uh, Sean. Uh, Haddonfield Hatchet joins every now and again. Um, and then it's funny because I joined Land of the Creeps first, and then it was just a, about a month later I joined Horror Movie Podcast. Awesome. Nice. So I've been doing both of them just, uh, just about the same amount of time. I started them both in 2013. Wow. Uh, Old and school. since, yeah, it's been a while. Uh, since then, it's um, another couple where I have my podcast, DVD Infatuation. Uh, which is hosted by Jay the Dead over in his Considering the Cinema uh, site. And um, he does everything. He edits, does everything for me. Nice. I wouldn't know how to, I wouldn't know how to do that. I don't know. <laughs> me neither. Like, <laughs> That's why I got him. <laughs> I, Jay was on me for years saying, oh, Dave, you got to do a podcast. I go, yeah, yeah, it sounds like a good idea. And he goes, it's not too long to edit. It only takes about seven, eight hours. Go, Who the hell has seven, eight hours? What the, <laughs> hell? what the hell is he doing wrong? Hey, I, I can't do that. I'm going to um, tell you, Dave, my editing is... Mere minutes. <laughs> yeah, put, put the song at the beginning, put the song at the end, and that's yeah. that, right? I yeah, mean, we really, you know. We really don't cut anything <laughs> out. We don't like to cut anything out. We like to be as legit as you're going to get, you know. Hey, that's awesome. That's awesome. Sometimes it gets us in trouble, sometimes <laughs> it doesn't. <laughs> now, there are times that, you know, uh, obligatory statement will come out and it'll be like, oh, we need to tag that. Yeah, I think that's <laughs> happened. Know? I think that's probably only happened legitimately. What twice 
in the freaking yeah and it's usually because i say something stupid that, <laughs> <laughs> that we don't need to be associated with yeah uh, right. <laughs> oh we've had we've had we've had our share of them we've oh, had our yeah. share of them although there was one time um where we didn't what was that movie we did like frenzy which was a shark movie and it was a couple years oh, yeah. ago during our shark week and it was this awful god awful shark movie <laughs> which is all they're making anymore or just yeah. bad shark yeah. movies yeah. unfortunately uh and we just trashed this thing um and then it comes to find out that that josh uh was was this is over an hmp josh was working with the guy who repped the actress so it was a little bit a little uncomfortable there yeah I bet, I bet. Yeah. yeah it's always fun you know yeah, yeah. i tell people oh, no, I, go ahead i'm just gonna say one more podcast i, I forgot to mention is the illustrative yeah. fan over on phantom galaxy yes Nathan oh, Waterball, yeah. where we're doing talking animated movies yes uh, which has nice. been a lot of fun awesome yeah we uh it's uh, it's been awesome, man. Really get to meet everybody and stuff, you know. And yeah, like, like I've been joining in on a lot of Land of Creeps uh, live shows they do on Facebook. <laughs> oh, you <laughs> saw you there the other day. Yeah, action, huh? yeah, I'm over there. It's fun, man. It's a good time. You guys, it, our our followers, you guys gotta check them out if you haven't yeah, yet. Yeah, definitely. You've heard us mention them a million times on the podcast. Oh, yeah. You know, the mm-hmm. great guys. You no, know, all the guys are great. Dave and Pearl and too. Of course, Bill Van Vagel, yeah. Greg Morgan, Greg Mortis. They're great. Greg, yeah, and they, they got a great community on that Facebook community. They is do incredible. You know, they're, it's, uh, it's great. Their uh, Facebook group is insane. I mean, there's always something going on over there. Yeah, that's what I, that's what I'm working on. I, I wish Ryan would be that way with ours. I'm trying to get there. <laughs> I'm getting there, guys. I'm getting there. I promise. I've uh, it takes it takes time. It's been there. Like I said, the Land of the Creeks has been around since it's been. I, I didn't start with episode one. I think they'd already had maybe about a year under their belt before I joined. So it was probably back to 2012 wow. that it's been going. Um, so it's been around for a long time. So it's got, it's had a chance to build, Yeah, you know, yeah. that's just all it takes is time. It just takes yeah, time to build it up. They've got a great fan base over there. And for me, you know, I, I, I got to where I'm only working three days a week now so I could put more time into nice. lazy into being all this. Get your way to work. <laughs> now I'm, I'm planning on it, but, uh, yeah. So anyways, Great to have you on tonight, Dave. I've been yeah, excited. Great to be here. I've, I've listened to you guys. I haven't missed an episode yet, and just enjoying oh, yeah. uh, enjoying hearing you guys go back and forth, and uh, just you know, it's, <laughs> I like I love the I love the open format. Just hey, whatever we decide to talk about, you know, all this blabbing we've been doing. Oh, by the way, Dave, welcome to the show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Good to be here. Yeah. So, sometimes we forget we've been talking to him so much, like even beforehand, you're like, I forget to even. Which is right. fine, really, to be honest with yeah, you. you know, um, man. But cool. no, so we you know, we don't really have too big of an agenda, like you said. We just kind of like talk. Now, I know that we are going to be talking about, um, and I kind of heard a little bit what you were saying the other night, so I kind of cut off while you were talking about uh, okay. the, new, yeah. the new TCM. I was yeah. like, eh, yeah. I'll wait because I want to get a, you know. Um, yeah, we're going to talk about that. A little bit of that and then um, a little bit of Scream because we both just now got to watch that. Oh, awesome. And, um, yeah, other than that, we're just going to freaking roll with it. So, you know, um, JT, let's go ahead and just jump into the whole, uh, which one you want to go with first? Well, you know, let's just rip the bandaid off, you know, uh, let's talk about the new Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Okay. You up for doing that? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So I know that you were a huge, huge fan of the original. Uh, yeah, it's it's my it's my all time favorite horror film and my second favorite movie overall. Yeah. What was the date on the original? 
74. 74. Yep. So in the in the film, they talk, you know, it's it's all about, they're telling you the story from 1973. So that's what really threw me off. In the new one, they start talking about 1973, and I kept sitting there thinking, man, I thought they came out in 74. And I was it like, did. well, maybe yeah. I was just thinking wrong. So it, it right on. Okay, so 1974, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. If you haven't seen this film, folks, I mean, you're living under a rock. Oh, the original? Yeah, the original. Yeah. 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 Uh, fantastic film, a lot of gore, uh, great story, uh, very chaotic. Yeah. Um, that's the thing. That's what I love about it is you just can't predict where that movie is going to go. I mean, right. from the opening scene to the last scene, you're like, how the hell do you get from that to that? Yeah. Yeah. How and do you just the ride in between it? You know? It was, right. Yeah. I love that. Absolutely. Absolutely. And we all know there was a remake. The remake was uh, 2003. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was 2000. Look at that. Yeah. That's a guy. This is why. If you guys don't know, <laughs> Dave Becker is the encyclopedia of knowledge. He has got so much stuff in his head. I don't know how he's kept his head from exploding. Uh, you know what? I, it's funny because I remember all that sort of stuff uh, with movies. And yet um, my wife's like, hey, did you pay that bill? I'm like, oh, damn. Yeah. What's damn. That <laughs> Me too. I'm it's, exactly it's like I, I kick everything else out. Yeah. Just to keep room in there. Well, yeah, you don't have the, room for that that's, shit. That's right. You know, yeah. what'd you have for I, breakfast? <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. yeah. I, I, I couldn't, don't know. couldn't tell you. I could tell you what I watched today. I don't exactly. know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. So, uh, so what was your thoughts on the, the new one that just on the came new out? one? So I kind of went into this with an open mind. I, mm -hmm. you know, it's funny. I, I kind of learned this from from listening to you guys and talking to you guys and stuff. I now, you know, I was always a movie junkie. I was like, as soon as they release a trailer, I'm on that shit. I'm fucking reading everything on the internet, and I'm doing this and doing that. I've gotten myself to a point in my life where if there's something coming out and I'm excited about it, I avoid it like the plague. Yeah. Because I don't want anything spoiled. I want to go into it completely blind and I'm, I'm with you i'm the same way I, I try to avoid them you go to the theater they're going to show you trailers i mean what am right. i going to do cover up my ears and, yeah and, and, yeah you know, I, yeah. I can't i'm not gonna miss them but at home yeah i avoid them i, I try not to, to see anything because but, i just i just don't want to because even if even if it's not even if they don't spoil it you sometimes you're waiting for that scene to come up you're like yeah you're missing the something. trailer what where's that doing right. i thought maybe it'd be here but i guess maybe we'll come back to it sometimes they'll throw a scene in the trailer it's not even in the movie oh yeah yes yes i hate when they do that yep and then yep. you're sitting there saying hey what what happened to that that's one of the reasons i'm here i like that scene in the trailer and you know well so, yeah i just avoid them yeah, and some of these, you know, you, you'll jump into them, and they're like a four- or five-minute trailer. And yeah. by the time you get to the end of the trailer, you're like, God damn, I've already seen the whole fucking movie. <laughs> you know? <laughs> what, no, it was what, worse in the old days. It was worse in the old days because they didn't care about spoiling the movie. They just wanted to get your ass in the seat. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sure. You know, that's Absolutely. all they cared about. <laughs> Absolutely. I like these little short teasers, you know, like, you know, just give me information yeah. and tell me it's coming, you know? One of the, one of the best trailers was for Cloverfield. Yes. yes. Remember that. Yes. It just, I mean, you it was no idea. The, the very beginning, all you see is the head of the Statue of Liberty come flying and land in the street, and then it would come up with a date or something. You know, yeah. it's showing a little bit of chaos, and, and that happens in the first five minutes of the movie. Right. Yeah, that was excellent. That Dude, was that's so funny. You talk about that trailer. When I first saw that trailer, the first thing I thought of was Planet of the Apes. 
Yeah. You know, you when know, they see the I statue. I can see that. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, what the hell is this? You, you know? <laughs> but, uh, but anyway, we're not here to talk about Cloverfield. or We or talk about whatever. whatever the fuck we want to. <laughs> well, let's get back into Texas But Chainsaw. anyway, let's get back into Texas Chainsaw Massacre. So if you guys haven't seen the movie, uh, we'll try not to step on it too much here. But I want you guys to know that this movie is truly a direct sequel of the original film. I think you guys, oh, you locked up for a second there. Oh, did we, oh so did, did we, you. We got you back. Okay. Bro. All right. There okay. we go. Yeah. So if you guys didn't hear that, this movie is truly a direct sequel of the original film. Yes. It's just 40 years later, I think is what um, they... Was it 50, wasn't it? Or 50. It's 50, 50 years 50, later. It's 50 yeah. years, 50 years, years, 50 years yeah. later. Um, but I wasn't sure if they had... Well, I guess they had to. But, you know, you'd think, how old would Leatherface be in 50 years? Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. I mean, so there was some some weirdness going on there. Uh, there and they changed I, his backstory a little bit, too. Yeah, yeah. You know? Um, I, I'll give you I'll give you my, my impression of it. I okay. actually really dug the film mm -hmm. i think they could have done better with the acting uh there was some <laughs> character building shit that <laughs> fell apart there um my <laughs> yeah I, I i absolutely i i actually really enjoyed the film i i did too. and uh <laughs> my favorite part of the whole fucking movie tons of gore which is awesome i mean excellent yeah. That very first kill scene when he oh, breaks that breaks, breaks that guy's hand and shoves his bone to his takes you by surprise. Oh, I was just know, like it, that. Yeah, my wife was like, is. "Holy shit!" I'm like, "Yes." Now, yeah. my favorite part of the whole movie is because I hate cancel culture. My favorite part, <laughs> my fucking favorite part of the whole movie is when that dude's sitting there and he gets on the bus and he's got the phone. He's like, "Try anything, bro. Try anything, you'll be canceled, bro." Yeah, and then yeah. he's like, "I'm like." Yes, and he just <laughs> commences on yep. just slaughtering this whole entire bus full of people. I and was that like, was that was definite message there. Yeah, that was yes. definite <laughs> message. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, I loved it. I loved it. I mean, I did too. It didn't make a lot of sense because you no. can't really you can't really cancel anonymous people. Exactly, right. <laughs> and nobody knows. But you, I knew what they were going. For. That's yeah. all that matters. You knew what they were right. doing. I, I tell you what, I liked how um, with this movie, um, I love the gore. Like I said. Lots of great kill scenes. Mm -hmm. I I felt like it was rushed. Um, yeah, I, I could see that a little bit. I I hate it the way that they did the character, the main character. Well, not the main character, main character from the original. Her so, comeback. Yeah, yeah. I hate the way that they that they did her character. I yeah. mean, for me, what what it looked like they did, and I I mentioned this the other day. I think we we recorded Jay the Dead's New Horror. That's another podcast I forgot to mention. Jay the Dead's <laughs> New Horror movie that I'm part of. Um, I said that it looks like they they sat her down, the actress down, and said, "Okay, here's a picture of Jamie Lee Curtis from Halloween 2018. Make her look like that." Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. and and then because they're not even hiding that that's what they're doing. That you know, Halloween 2018 got away with it. A sequel right after the original. They didn't yes. even look at Halloween 2. Just right after the original, that's what they're doing with this one. I liked that when they set it up. I thought, yeah. wow, that's really cool. Because, because you know, Sally, spoiler alert here, was not there in the second one or any of the other ones. Right. Correct. Like the character didn't even exist anymore. Yes. Right. So to bring her back and to make her this, this sort of badass character, 
I just wish they actually took it somewhere. Yeah, exactly. Right. That's right. my point. Yeah. yeah. It's just it's, like they're like, oh, she's whole hard ass, and then it, she's an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> so it turned out she was hard ass because what happened to her? How she how she survived? Yeah, that I don't. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. I was just like, how the hell did she remotely survive that? Yeah. Right. You know. You now, know. granted, it's a horror movie. Yeah, I understand, yeah. and that's how I looked at it. I was like, that's cool. Um, you know, it is what it is. Like, right. I, that's the only really part that I hated about it most was just how they did that character. Well, yeah. there there were a few scenes on there where, so when I when I told my wife I was going to watch it, she was like, "Nah, I don't I don't want anything to do with that." So she's like, "I'm going to go to bed," you know. And I'm sitting there watching it, and she comes walking out at, at some scene. I don't even remember the scene it was, but I was uh, I'm watching it, and I'm like, "Oh my god, that is like straight ripoff of Halloween 2018." Yeah, there were there were and there were several things in there that they did that it was like, "What are you doing? Are you are you just?" copying that i mean the, the scene was identical you know and i was like yeah. oh my god or, or are you pay paying homage to it i mean what the what the hell are you doing <laughs> i here? told the, in the, in the live i'm not gonna bitch about this movie because i really dug this in the, I, I too, yeah. in the live chat on there on the land of the creeds chat mm -hmm. uh i said just think of it as a really great tesla commercial <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. with the ending so yeah. great yes. driving off by itself yes yes <laughs> I just, yeah. not quite but, fast enough yeah <laughs> but, that would have been, been a great super bowl commercial yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no i thought it was great i liked how they kind of um played to everyone placate to everyone so to speak so like i said with the cancel culture thing that they did in there they also had you know, the female lead strong characters yeah. survivors of like a school shooting type thing so they kind of put it all it's like they put everything in there. It's like, look, just shut up and enjoy the movie. Right. And everybody gets something out of this. Some, some people had a problem with the characters, saying I, they didn't like any single one of the characters. Now, I didn't go that way. I thought, you know, once you find out what happened to the main girl, Lila, you yeah. cut her a little bit of slack. Yeah. Um, and to be honest, I, there were some other characters. Uh, the, the one woman who helped them organize the event from the bank. Yes. Nothing yeah. wrong with her. I actually like the guy, uh, the 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 asshole guy, so to speak, the contractor guy the contractor. who was working. Oh yeah, I, he, it's because they all have changes. They go yes, back and right. forth. Like the, you don't like them, then you like them, and then yeah, you, you know. It, so it they, was funny at the gas station when they meet that guy the first time, and yeah, they're you know complete. I'm like, this motherfucker's gonna pop up again, and then oh, lo and yeah. behold, he's the fucking contractor they've been dealing right. with. For some See, reason, like, for some reason, and this might be a, a get a minor spoiler because it doesn't happen though. I was thinking of Viggo Mortensen from Leatherface. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. And okay. I was wondering, is that the way they're going? Are they taking it in that direction? Maybe? I but actually no, thought the it, same you know. thing. I was like, I wonder if he's part of the, of the family. Right. You know? Right. Um, the, only thing I, the only thing I didn't, and I'm just so bad about this. My wife was like, it's just a movie. But like for me, I'm like, so that guy's like a big 2A guy. He's got his guns. He knows what he's talking about with his guns. He's, yeah. And then... Um, as when I see him take off with a pistol and he like chambers it after he finds the guy that the guy got mm -hmm. killed and yeah. he then runs into the house. I'm like, what an idiot. Why? <laughs> and no one in their right mind who knows what they're doing would go in that place. Plus he had an AR pistol that was sitting inside of his shed. I'm like, go get your AR pistol. If you're going to go up there, you need more right. round. I'm in, in my head. I'm thinking all this stuff. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, why would you go in there? Chris is like, well, what'd you do? My wife. I'm like, I would get my guns <laughs> and I would get on the bus. Cause guess what? Get There's on one the way on the bus. 
There's one yeah, way on the bus. That's true. That's then you a, just cover your point. door, and when he comes in, end it. Right. <laughs> that's my right. that's my problem with it. That's a good which, point. Yeah. Which we'll get into on the next movie we talk about too. Uh, I got some a lot of stuff to say about it. Oh, yeah. But anyways, with this one, I really enjoyed the movie. I thought the gore was amazing. Love the kill scenes. Oh yeah. Um, you yeah. know that first one was probably one of my favorites though. Oh Me, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and when you incredible. see Leatherface pop up out of the fucking field, if you see, <laughs> I, sent that, I sent that to you. <laughs> you see, hey, Leatherface is over here taking a shit. <laughs> I saw that. Yeah, yeah, that's funny though. The way he they just popped his head out from the field, yeah, I was like, it's like, yeah, that's creepy as shit though. Yeah, and it's funny oh, yeah. because that uh, when I was talking about trailers and trying to avoid them, that was the only part of the trailer that I. I had even seen, caught yeah. was that that opening scene where the uh, van drives into the fucking combine, and uh-huh, then all of a sudden yeah. it shows his head pop up out of the field, yeah. you know. And once I saw that, I was like, er, "Well, <laughs> I don't want to fucking watch this anymore." And and how awesome was it to have John Larroquette back? Oh, yes, at the very beginning, I loved that. I, that the put the me in the right away. I'm like, "Oh yeah, this is going to be incredible." Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, I definitely dug it. I thought it was great. I liked, like I said, I like how they placated everyone, and kind of is a movie that people could enjoy still. You know, um, no matter what side of whatever you're on, I, I actually mm-hmm. really liked it, and I liked how they did that. Um, you know, and it was funny. Everybody kept talking about the sheriff. Did you recognize the sheriff? He was. I know. Um, oh God, the from uh, from Aliens, right? From Aliens. Yeah, and yeah. and it was funny because everybody was like, you know. <laughs> I don't know what the hell this was doing. Um, but I was like, everybody was like, oh, yeah, did you recognize the sheriff? Did you recognize the sheriff? And I was like, I th- yeah, I remember him from Aliens, but I, I don't really remember him doing much else. So I looked this guy <laughs> up. Uh, have you even looked him up? I didn't, no. So if you get into his, his acting credits, right? there's not a lot there. He he okay. dig, he was in Captain America, Aliens, uh, the new Sherlock Holmes uh, movie. But you get in here, look, Thomas and Friends story time, Thomas and Friends, <laughs> Sandman, Thomas and Friends, Marvelous Machinery. I'm like, this guy is a child, but he's a voiceover actor. So was children. Dan Carlin. Dan Carlin played the conductor on Thomas and Friends. George Carlin. Yeah, yeah, he did. But I was he like, did. I was like, what the hell? You know, and the only thing I really, I was like, oh yeah, I, you know, I caught that he did Aliens and he's done mm-hmm. some other stuff, but nothing really big, you know? And that's something. He's probably glad this came around. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, no yeah. But, but he yeah. played a good part. And I honestly, yeah. when, when they first showed him at the very beginning of the film, I thought he was going to be like, well, they were like going a, in a certain, in a certain direction in yeah. a fucking remake, you know? Yeah, you thought they were going in a certain direction with the character. I, I really Which did. was cool because they flipped it on you. They did. They did. You know? Right then right then and there, they flipped it on you. Yeah. yeah. So, and you know, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's my, my, but that's my, that's my thing with all movies. I'm like, all these people are stupid when it comes to firearms. Yeah. Every one of them. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> Yeah. Come on, I know you just yes. got stabbed in the throat with your own fucking forearm bone. Or well, before even, before even that. You know, but did you really have to fucking shoot the sheriff in the neck? Well, yeah. well before right. before even that, he could have he should have had his gun drawn. That guy's going to freak out. Right. Or right. something. Right. And then whenever the vehicle wrecks, the girl's sitting there and she's like, 
what do I do? There's a cop with a gun sitting in his, in his holster yeah. right there. Grab the gun. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Grab the gun. But it is what it is. I had the same right. thing when I was talking about, uh, freaking Halloween kills. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, where are these Hall- idiots? Halloween dude? kills was, uh, I'm going to throw it out there. Halloween kills was a great movie. It's yes, a very fun yes, watch, yeah. but man, it is so full of holes. So full of just like this right. podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're right about that. Oh, no, shit. It, it, especially when you get to the end there, but it, it's the middle chapter. I mean, yeah. the Halloween kills is the middle chapter. It's the empire strikes back of that, of the three movies that they're doing. Empire you know. strikes back was the greatest star Wars film ever. I don't disagree. It's my all time. <laughs> it's my all time favorite. Too. Yeah. You know. But, um, but yeah, I think we've talked about that one enough. You know, it's, I just want yeah, to talk about I mean, it. I sure. didn't want to spoil it for people. I just want right. to get, you know. And I will say, as someone who worked with a tree surgeon, that chainsaw, I wish we had that on the job. We could have taken those trees down. <laughs> in about two minutes. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it's going, there's a scene going through the floor. And I'm thinking, oh, it's okay. There's a beam. It'll give her a little time. That Nope. That's yeah, butter. Right through it. That's exactly right what I thought. I was like, holy crap, man. That chainsaw. <laughs> Did you did you guys happen to see my post on Facebook about Google uh, why the chainsaw was invented? Uh-uh. Dude, you should. I think I, wait. If you Google that, it actually tells you. I don't remember the date, but it was initially invented to cut pelvic bones of women that were given birth. Holy crap. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Shove a chainsaw up in there. Dude. Holy cow. Yeah, that's crazy. I was just. I mean, learning. they were much smaller. Yeah, <laughs> I was just they learning. Were like the corkscrew keychain or yeah. keychain thing. <laughs> <laughs> corkscrew with a fucking chainsaw on it. Wait a minute. But no, yeah, I think anybody sees their sees their uh, you know gynecologist walking in with a chainsaw, they're gonna yeah. panic. <laughs> well, I was learning. I was just listening to a podcast. And you know, it's bad when he's got the one that's on the fucking long pole. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> this is gonna get bloody. No, uh, I was watching a podcast or listening to a podcast. I had to say the other day, and they're talking about um, just so happened. They were talking about um, procedures before they had um, anesthesia, mm-hmm. how people were just wide awake whenever they were getting, you know, surgery. Yeah. They're wow. lopping people's arms off with freaking hacksaws and stuff, yeah. you know? So oh, yeah. I couldn't imagine back in there, back in them days, you know, Ooh. oof, Ooh. that'd be yeah. some rough stuff. Like, but uh, I'm guessing like that's, that's like, you know, I know Civil War field hospitals. They had to yes. do that all the time. Oh, yeah. Dude, they would lose so many people because they were just ha- using the same bone saw, just yeah. next one and not even clean the next one, blood. There's so yeah. much I stuff. Think, I, think, I think I read somewhere that there were more people had died of illness during the yes. Civil War than actual battle. Yep. It's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, but no, all in all, I think the new Texas Chainsaw was great. I liked it a lot. I, evidently, all three kind of come into agreement on yeah. that one. It was yeah. a good, good film. So Absolutely. Yeah. I, I, and it's, you know, again, as someone who loves the original, I, there were things about it that I really liked. It, it wasn't perfect. You know, no, it, no. Uh, it was that I, I really wish they did more with the Sally character. They were That's building the- it up and building it up and building it up. And then it just fell right off that was one yeah, thing that was yeah. one thing I, that's the, my only i don't know i it. really love that chick getting her fucking head lopped off at the end <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh, dude. Like, dude hell yeah and then she's just driving good. away with the freak in the in the top of the tesla just yeah. <laughs> yep yep uh, once again oh, driving away driving away movie. driving at the end of the movie driving away screaming but for a very different reason than in the first movie. and then he did yeah, the whole yeah. the whole you know yeah. dance thing on the dance right so for a guy yeah. in his for a guy who must be in his seventies, he was moving pretty well. Yeah, he was. 
Yep, and his mom didn't look that bad either for being a hundred something. Yeah, <laughs> That's, you know what? I know I didn't know that there was the mother as much as she was the overseer of yes. that. Right. Yes. Place. I didn't take yes. it that it was her, the mother, just sort of his caretaker. Correct. So what was that? Was that like? Like an orphanage or just yeah, a that's what it was. Something? But it, but does it? But that that changes the original. It does. See, and I'm does. wondering if well, maybe picture in that picture he's much younger. I'm yeah, wondering. I'm wondering yeah. if he maybe wasn't a child of like a you know what like, I mean like of the family. Yeah, yes, it's possible. It's very possible he was not, but oh God, he was, was a child name? in that picture. Yeah, and maybe they, yeah, it's possible. Maybe they brought him in. You never, you never know. You never, they never really explain that family dynamic. Exactly. Right. You know. Exactly. Yeah, you're right. Well, and we say that a lot about movies all the time. You know, uh, the less you know, the more mysterious and yeah. creepy it is. Yep. That's Absolutely. why neither one of us are really big fans of the Rob Zombie Halloween. Well, that was he, the thing about it I didn't like. I liked. He, I thought it was. I liked it, but I am with you. I don't like the backstory. Once you got past that first 15, 20 minutes of the film, it's actually a decent movie. Yeah, but yeah. we didn't need that backstory on Michael Myers. No. It's the you same know. when they did the Black Christmas remake in two thousand six or so, I think it was or something. Um, yeah. And they gave you all of Billy's backstory. Uh huh. Yeah. That and yeah. It, what made him creepy in that first movie is you didn't you, even know what this guy looked like. Right. You knew and, nothing about you. Just a voice. Exactly. Absolutely. Absolutely. Exactly. So that being said, that's a perfect segue into the new one, the screen, right. into the screen, the new screen. Yeah. So this movie, I don't even want to go here. You guys need to go before I even get started here. Well, okay, Dave, you're you're the guest. What what was your All thoughts right. on the? I admit, why well, uh, we did a podcast. I think we did the Jay the day we talked about it. We all I enjoyed it. I I liked the movie. I liked that opening scene. I really like Jenna Ortega. This is the second horror movie. She mm -hmm. was in that Babysitter sequel. Yes, too. And I thought she was good in that. I think she could actually be a decent like new scream queen. Awesome. Um, yeah. With a few, you know, with a few moves. So I liked that. Um, and I just I liked the tone of it too. I like that they brought the original characters back, but it was still, it wasn't their movie. Right. Correct, you right. know, they were just sort of in the background. It wasn't their movie. They were part of it, but they weren't a major part of it. Yeah. Except for one, one, you know, was, I guess, had a bigger part to play than the others. Yes. So I like that mixture of, okay, they're paying homage to the original one without making it their movie and putting the other characters that we've been following already in the background. Right. Correct. Right. You know, so I yeah. like that too. Yeah. Cause they could have easily done that, you know, they especially, yeah. especially once, you know, Dewey calls, you know, um, uh, Sydney, uh -huh. yep. they could have easily flipped that movie completely around and made uh -huh. it all about them again. And yep. they didn't do that. And I really liked that. Yeah. I, I actually really enjoyed the movie myself as well. Now there's parts. Main thing I hate about this whole movie is the fact they killed Dewey off like that. Yeah. That's yeah. that really irritate the shit yeah. out of me. He's my favorite character, like through all of them, actually. Besides mm -hmm. besides uh Stu. Yeah. Yeah, or Stu. Jamie yeah. Kennedy. Right. Yes. Jamie he, he was my he was my all time yeah. favorite, of course. Yeah. But yeah. I love Dewey and um the way they killed him off, I was like, there's my whole thing with that with the whole gun thing. And he's like, I gotta shoot him in the head. Okay, he made a point. I have to shoot him in the head. Leaves doesn't 
shoot him in the head. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm just like, what are you doing? Man? Right. right, right. <laughs> Come right, on, yeah. man. Yeah. Come on. So same thing, not to throw it back, but same thing back in the Texas Chainsaw. She mm-hmm. gets him in the room with a shotgun and just doesn't just do stands anything. there. Doesn't do anything. Yeah. And it's like it's like you can tell she was planning this whole thing. It's like, you know, and and she first one thing I did have a question, just to go back to the Texas Chainsaw. Who took that Polaroid? It wasn't a hitchhiker. Yeah. Because the hitchhiker's Polaroid, he burned it up. That's right. So who, and, and when in that picture, the girl is looking through the book with the horoscopes. She still got that horoscope book open. When, he, when they pick up the hitchhiker, they were all just staring at him saying, what's this guy going to do? So that picture you know? she's holding So who that. took that Polaroid? Right, right. Hmm. Yeah, because in the original, they burnt that. that one up. Right. Huh. Wow. See, there you go. There's the little things yeah. that you just that that don't those little Easter eggs that you right. But um now, yeah. that said it was cool. I liked that they had that picture. Yeah. To yeah, sort of yeah. go back to that, oh, that yeah. van. And I, I so I thought it was still kind of cool. It's just you know, it's like at the end of Reservoir Dogs, you know, who shot nice guy Eddie? <laughs> <laughs> but he fell over dead and nobody could have actually shot him. Love right. that um, you know, yeah. But um, yeah, with the new screen, really liked it. I uh mm-hmm. I liked the storyline they were doing with it. Um I knew who the I knew who the killers were right off the bat. Being my wife, there were a few people who did. A, a friend of mine from work said went with with some friends and the, and 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 his two friends picked them out right away as to who they were. I got to say, I, I was I had my suspicions of one and then another, and it went back and forth to everybody. Yeah, yeah. So it was on all of them at one point. So I can't I actually knew, sit here and say I got I figured it out because I thought it would might be everybody at some point. I but. knew for sure that it was uh, that it was. Um, the girl, mm-hmm. um, I knew for sure it was her. Okay, yeah, my wife picked her out immediately. Yeah, she said, there's something weird about it, and that so girl. did I. And then my wife actually picked out that it was the boyfriend for sure because he yeah. just acted too stupid, like he didn't know things, yeah. right? Or whatever Anything you know, going on or right. Um, yeah. so but, um, I liked how I, I, I liked how they went with it. Uh, I didn't mind it at all, I thought it was really good. I love the kill scenes, are great. A lot, there's pretty pretty gory kill oh yeah too, definitely you know? with the stabbing yeah i mean they uh, even had opening yeah yes 100 percent. i like how they uh you know they brought them all together all the friends mm-hmm. and dewey's in there telling they're all talking and all this stuff and mm-hmm. you know uh again the only thing i didn't like about this movie man was that they killed off dewey like that's yeah. not the only yeah. thing I didn't like. you know and some of the cool scenes like and I absolutely fucking loved it when the when the one girl oh what was her name ah, jesus uh oh uh jasmine she played uh mindy oh one of twins uh she uh when she's on the couch and she's watching the movie (laughs) and she's like turn around you son of a bitch he's right behind you and then she stops and then then the camera like pans around her and all of a sudden you see ghost face coming down the hall Mm -hmm. well no he's standing there and she's like He's standing there for a minute watching. Her. Well, yeah, you see him come down the hall, and he walks up right behind her. And he's just standing, and then there she kind of is like, his head. "Wait a minute!" And then she turns around, and that's what and she there he is. Yeah, yeah. right there. I don't yeah. know how the hell her brother lived. The twin, the other twin. Yeah, I, I was thinking the same thing because yeah. she straight up got stabbed thing. like a <laughs> you know, hundred times. Yeah, yeah. although although I was. So did Jenna Ortega in the beginning. She she got yeah. stabbed quite oh, a few yeah. times too. When yes, I thought, you know, very much. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and but that, I, in that hospital scene, you know, like when he shows up at the hospital, I honestly, I was like, I can't believe they fucking did that. Yeah, that's like fucking Halloween too. 
Yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean, I'm like, how? What? Well, what's funny is my I, wife. You know, I was I was blown away that he actually showed up at the hospital. And my wife's always know? like that too. She's like, hospitals are never like that. <laughs> She's yeah, like, there are never no. that many. Not there's never no one there. There's well, he had killed are, everybody. He had killed right. Killed. Well, he killed the one cop or whatever. Oh yeah, like the security. The guard security guard, I guess. Yeah. Where were all the nurses and the, you know? Yeah, and yeah. Because my wife, she used know. to be a PCA. She worked in hospitals for a long time. She's like, hospitals are never like that. Yeah. <laughs> like, well. No, they aren't. Only, only in the mood. Uh, you know what it was? Everybody, everyone from that hospital was in Haddonfield chasing that guy. Yeah. Because yeah. um, evil, evil dies tonight. Evil dies tonight. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's oh classic. God. But no. Um, so what's your overall thoughts on the, on the movie? I, I loved it, but I'm a, I loved it as a fanboy because mm-hmm. it's really weird. I, I was so entrenched in late seventies horror and, you know, of course, 80 slashers and, and, you know, when the nineties came around, it was hard for me to get into those, you know, final destination movies and those, I know what you did last summers. And then, mm-hmm. you know, uh, you know, and then all of a sudden scream. And I'm like, what? I fell in love with the original film. It was like a yes. I I can't tell you how many times I've seen that movie. I mean, just, so I've got all four of them on uh, Blu-ray in there. Uh And I I will sit and I will watch all four of them back to back. I just absolutely love those films. So when I heard, you know, they've been talking about this film for two years. Right. And when I heard that they were going to do it, I was like doing cartwheels. You ever seen a fat guy do cartwheels? It's pretty fucking hysterical. <laughs> it's awesome. Um, but uh, anyway, uh, you know, and then they just kept dragging it and dragging it out. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh my God, they're going to fucking ruin this whole franchise, you know, that mm-hmm. I was so engrossed in, you know, and they didn't. I, I honestly, I feel like with this film, they fucking nailed it. Yep. You know, the, and then, I, and then I, the, I loved everything about it. I, I did too. And then that very last image for Wes. Yes. Yes. You know, yeah. comes up right at the end. You got, you yep. kind of like, uh, because that's when, that's when you remember, that's probably what was delaying it. They didn't have Wes, you know, Wes Craven wasn't right. there to be driving it forward. Right. Um, but cause I think he looked at scream sort of as his, he never wanted nightmare on Elm street to become a franchise. Yeah. Right. He looked at that as a one and done and he didn't want any, that's why he didn't have anything to do with, with that. You know, you know, after, after the, the first, you know, well, until New Nightmare. New Nightmare. You know, until, until New Nightmare. Night. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But he didn't uh, like he didn't he didn't want them to, to make that a series. But Scream, I think, was a different, you know, obviously different altogether because he looked at I think he looked at that one with a little bit not so much more affection. I know he really, you know, yeah. uh, right. first Nightmare on Elm Street that he did is is, is a masterpiece. Yeah. Um, but Scream was sort of his, you know, oh, Scream, Scream was an homage to all horror. I mean, yeah. it really was. Yep. He threw everything in there, but the kitchen sink, you know. Yeah, it's and, it's uh, meta, and and I love how every single one of the new one, and they they with with that whole that whole meta, um, you know, vibe that it keeps up to date. Yeah, yeah. You know, in this one, they're talking about what was it like the, like the the the, the, the new horror, the the Babadook, and oh yeah, 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 yeah. and favorite, all that other stuff. You know, her favorite up movie was Babadook. Which yes. I'm sorry, I'm not a fan of. But Me hey. either. That's why I said I'm like, boo. <laughs> she said I'm like, boo. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't say boo. I was like, eh. Every time I think about the Babadook, I think about that irritating ass fucking kid. Well, that's what it is. It's the kid. You know? 
You know, it's yeah. what it is. Now, if that if they took that kid and put it in with the little girl from Psycho Gourmet, that'd be a hell of a movie. <laughs> oh, now, I tell you what, though, you I tell you what, though. Uh, just speaking on um, Nightmare on Elm Street, I think that if they would have followed up part one with part three, that yeah, yeah. he probably would have been happy with the uh, Wes probably would have been okay with that. Because he might have been. That, he been. That, I, he, well, he just didn't even want it to be a franchise. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, him, he's like, I, I, I didn't. As do it bad as part two is. Yeah. I know. I said this a million times. I, I, that's. I love the Nightmare on Elm Street franchise. Mm-hmm. You know, but I cannot stand. Part, I, I've maybe watched part two maybe three times. I'm not a big fan of it either, and that's it's not because not my, my, everyone's it's, like, it's oh, not because it's, of the, it's not because of the like the 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 homosexuality stuff yeah it's not that, that for me either he's not frightening when he's in the real world at all and he's not that, a threat what it where the threat is with him is you must fall asleep he's waiting for you you bring yeah. him into the real world who cares run down the yeah. street go yeah. over you know it, it, he's, not, he's not the threat that he was and for me the difference i don't know why but it, it like it goes the first one and then the second one and then to the third one the acting, the filming, everything about the second one was just so under par compared yeah. to the first one and yeah. compared and to the third one. I think that's because they didn't have his, you know. Yeah but, yeah, but look at yeah. part three. Look how good part three is. Part three is excellent. Yeah. Uh, so for some people, it's their favorite of the other brands. A lot of people. Right, right, a lot yeah. of people. So yeah, look how good part three is. And then compare it to like part two and then part one, which was before part two. It's like mm-hmm. they've, it's like they just said, here, here let's, let's try this something with this. It's and almost just, like with, with, with the exorcist, you got to go from the exorcist to exorcist three, yes. get that middle chapter and just throw it in the trash. It, yeah. It, it, you don't even need it because it's not even connected other than Linda Blair is in yeah. the second one. That's I, it. I always thought, I'm like, I'm like, how did they go so bad with this one? Yeah. And then come back and like fuck, kick ass with the third one. I liked all of them after that, really, to be honest with you. Um, I, I, they, they all have something. Yeah, they all have something yeah. at, after that. I agree with you. Um, but, I mean, it is what it is. I just, I, I just thought the acting was horrible in the second one. Okay, you guys want to go down a fucking rabbit hole here? Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> we haven't ever done this. But let's talk about Wes Craven for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Wes Craven, first film he ever did. Uh, last house on the left right last house on the left yep that fucking blows people's minds because if you've ever seen that movie you think what the fuck the director for nightmare on elm street did last house on the left (laughs) last house on the left is a great film yeah it's very dated now when you try and watch it now i like the remake uh the remake is okay but it i love the ending of the remake oh yeah yeah i'll give you that i love it the uh you know that just that first film was so raw and gritty. I, yeah, you know? I worked with I worked with a woman, and um, and uh, she asked me, "What is what do you think is the scariest movie you've ever seen?" And I said, "The Exorcist," because The Exorcist, when I was a kid, yeah. scared yeah. the living hell out of me. Just absolutely scared the living hell out of me. She said, "I don't remember the title, but it's about these two girls that go into the city, and they meet up with these guys. They're trying to score drugs, and they meet up with these guys, and they end up kidnapping them, and they're right near the girls." I said, "Okay, I know it's last house on the." Yeah, that's that's yeah. the one you're talking about. And she said that for her, for a lot of women, that's for women. Be one of the yeah, absolutely. Women, you know, mm-hmm. you know, for a lot of guys, it would be the you know original. I spit on your grave. You know, <laughs> yeah. Nobody at wants least the bathtub. At least the bathtub. At least scene, the bathtub definitely. scene. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. 
<laughs> and the remake on that too that was fucking brutal Woo. i'll tell you what the remake was it was it was it was brutal the remake of of um i spit on your grave was brutal yep and i think maybe even a little more satisfying when she starts taking her revenge oh right. yeah oh yeah oh yeah you know, some, of the, some of the stuff they did in that remake were just you know like when she taped his eyes open or yes oh dude that was and then with the with the cop with the gun, I mean, it's it was, oh when she yes when she drives Brutal. the fucking pipe up his fucking ass, yes. <laughs> the fucking sledgehammer. Oh, dude, I'm telling yeah. you, I mean, it was intense. And, and, and who was it? I think, uh, uh, Butler was her last name. Uh, I think it was. God, yeah, what was it? Sarah Butler. Sarah, Sarah Butler, Butler yeah. was the girl. She was the victim in that film. Mm-hmm. Well, for a minute, and then she for fucking a for a minute. Yeah. Yeah, buddy. Make them for a little bit. Yeah. See, that's why I love like the the remake of uh of the Last House on the Left when the father like starts enacting his revenge and shit. Mm-hmm. And then when he puts that dude's fucking head in the microwave and like rigs it up to where because yeah, yeah. rigs it up to where it stay on. I'm like, that is fucking awesome. Yeah. Right. <laughs> none, cool. One none greater though than one of my favorite movies. It's not really horror, but it's got one of the best for fucking revenge scenes ever, and that is um. Law-abiding law citizen with oh, Gerard I Butler. I, I haven't seen that. Have you haven't seen, seen Law-abiding that. citizan. I have not seen Law-abiding. You I have think got, I might own it, but I don't have seen it. You have got to watch that movie. Excellent <laughs> film. Right. Excellent film. You know you're a movie geek when you own a movie and you haven't even watched it. <laughs> yeah. I've got several oh, God. in there. I'm, well, I'm telling got, you right now. Yeah. You will not be disappointed with that movie. Okay. Cool. Um. So I'm not going to tell. I'm not going to talk yeah. about it. Then if you haven't yeah. seen it yet, I'm going to let you watch right. it. But he gets it. There's a revenge scene in there. Which the whole movie is a revenge scene, which is killer, awesome. But mm-hmm. the guy that actually does does him wrong, man, that's exactly yeah. what I would do. Except I would keep the person alive for a lot longer. Yeah. But it's awesome. <laughs> it's awesome. Cool. It's awesome. But uh, actually, I I, I, another one I thought was really. Did you guys ever see Man on Fire with Denzel Washington? Oh yeah. Yes. I yeah, love yes. that the scene under the bridge. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. That's when, a great when he's like telling the guy, "What you have up in your, you know, up your ass right now is is a bomb." <laughs> and you have this much time starts asking him questions and then at the end of it the guy the guy's late is like you know because he's a cop he's like i can help you what do you want what do you what do you wish for and then what do i wish for i wish you had more time and he turns around and walks away <laughs> <laughs> excellent yeah i do excellent. i, I that's, a, that's that's a go but anyway with what's craven um some of his movies, because I just was I, like, it wasn't too long ago. I realized I, I hadn't seen a lot of his, other than the main ones, uh-huh. right, right, the main films. I hadn't seen a lot of the uh, of his of his other movies. Um, one of them I thought I hadn't seen that I did. I actually had seen it years ago. Was the People Under the Stairs? Yeah. Oh God, yeah. I love that. I've yeah. seen that one. That's yeah. creepy. That that's a good one. And he did um uh, this. What is it? The Serpent and the Rainbow. Yes. Yep. That's uh, another that's, uh, really Bill great Pullman movie. Yep. In that Bill Pullman, great, yeah. great movie. Great movie. That scene with going down in the can, going under, you know, when they're mm. putting him into the ground, it's just, it's really creepy. Dude, the uh, scene he, and, that fucked me up in that movie was when they fucking drove the nail through his testicle. Oh, God. Dude. Yeah, anytime yeah. they do something like that. Yeah, I was like, oh, yeah. But um, you, yeah, you talk about Craven. I mean, he's got. You know, it's crazy because some of the movies, I mean, of course, we all know a lot of the big ones, mm-hmm. but, you know, some of the movies that, you know, we just talked about Last House on the Left. Yeah, you know, he, he wrote The Hills Have Eyes. Yeah, um, the Hills Have Eyes is a, 
and another one that had an awesome remake. I love yeah, the remake yes. of the Oh yeah. yeah. I love that. That's one of the ones where I love the original and I love the remake. I yeah. thought both of them were really strong. It was funny whenever we had Greg on. Uh, oh, never mind. That was a different movie. That, that was a different movie. Never mind. <laughs> uh, but this Deadly Blessing. Yeah, oh, uh-huh. yeah. Deadly Blessing. Uh, yeah, he with, did Deadly um, Blessing. Uh, oh, Jesus. Ernest Borgnine is in that. It has Michael yep. Berryman in that one. It's like set like in the, like in the Amish. Not, I don't think they're the Amish. The Hittites or something like that they call them. Uh, community. Almost like yeah, an Amish yeah. community. Yeah. 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 Uh Sharon Stone was in that. That's right. Young Sharon Stone, right? Um, that scene with the spider and Lisa Sharon Hartman. Stone, I think is what most people remember. Yeah, the spider absolutely. coming down. And, yeah. Absolutely. But uh, you know, and, uh, of course we all know we did the nightmare on Elm Street. Here's um, something that I didn't know until just a few minutes ago. Remember when they did uh the Freddy's Nightmares? Yeah, uh-huh. TV show. The TV show. Wes Craven played a character in several of those episodes. Oh, wow. See, I've been trying to go no back and watch idea. those. I don't even remember, you know, because those were on, you know, well, I mean, late 80s, 88 to 90 mm-hmm. is what that ran. But, yeah, he played a character in yeah, he's, several of the shows. I've been trying to get on YouTube and watch all those. Because you can watch, you can find those, you know. It's pretty cool. That, another, I, oh, Shocker. Shocker was a good one. Uh, had uh, Mitch Pileggi. Wasn't that – what? Uh, where he he had been electrocuted and he came back. Was that the one that, or am I thinking of uh, Shocker? Wasn't that the one with Mitch Pelleggi? Like the, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Shocker had, uh, uh, yeah, Mitch Pelleggi from uh, X-Files. He's been in all kinds of stuff. Uh, right? yeah. he, uh, he played Horace Pinker and he was a murderer and they electrocuted him. Yes. Wow. That's that's kind of why I wanted to bring it up. Okay. Uh, but they they uh he was put to death in the electric chair. Well his spirit comes back and he's able to move through yes. electricity. I remember yeah, yep, right. yep. Yep. Um, right. but w- the reason why I really wanted to talk about that is because Heather Langenkamp was in that. Oh, okay. Nightmare on Elm Street. Jessica Craven. Jessica Craven. There you go. Now, what's interesting is with the original Nightmare on Elm Street, um, the remake, you guys were talking about the remake not too long ago for the yeah. Nightmare on Elm Street, right? Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yes. Um, and it was, um, oh, God, the, the, uh, the, the guy, for, the kid, uh, Jackie Earl Haley. I'm going to say the kid from Pick of the Bad News Bears. Yeah, 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 I yeah. I was yeah, yeah. Jackie Earl Haley. Yeah, yeah. Um, who played, played Freddie in that. He was actually up for the role that Johnny Depp played in the original. Wow. Really? Yes. Jackie Earl Haley and Johnny Depp went together. They were friends at the time, went together to the auditions for that. Wow. I didn't know that. Yeah. And That's so cool. obviously Johnny Depp got it. It's right. very interesting because the two worst performances in the original, in my opinion anyway, the two worst performances in the original Nightmare on Elm Street are from people who eventually were nominated for Academy Awards. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Johnny yeah, Depp yeah. was not that good in that movie. That was John. That's Johnny no, Depp at the very no. beginning of his career. He's not yeah. that good. And then Ronnie Blakely, who plays the mother, was just yeah, right. bizarre. Right. She's like she's like bizarre to that uh, to the level of that aunt in Sleepaway Camp. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. she's just batshit out there, crazy. Yep. Yeah, that's fucking funny. Uh, <laughs> well, and then and then you uh uh. 
Lin Shay was in that too. Yes. Uh, was it the first one? She comes out. She was a teacher. Wasn't she, wasn't she the teacher in the original one? Oh my god! Now you got now you guys got me on that. Are you talking about the original? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's what he was talking about, Johnny Depp. And, oh well, he had mentioned the the remake. What we were talking about. Oh oh too, oh, so. we had moved over to the remake. Well, sorry. I'm no, 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 no. No, he I'm, had mentioned the beginning. I had mentioned. I'm trying to look it up myself here because I, I don't. I don't. Wasn't she like the teacher? She was only in it for like a a minute. In 1984. I don't see it in their credits. Mate. Oh, yeah. No, you're yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. a street teacher. Yes, there she is. Yeah. 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 She was the teacher, and she was the one that, like, is, uh, is, uh, Heather Langdenkamp was running down the hallway. Yeah. 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 yeah she yeah. pops out, and she's got the sweater and the glove on. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That's okay. And it's well, funny. I would, you know, never, I, I would have never remembered her from this. Well, and Lynn Shea is a big part of our horror stuff now because oh, of now stuff she like, is, you know, yeah. Uh, the Insidious series and, yep. you know, Conjuring and, you know, different stuff. Yes. Uh, Although you know, whenever I see her, I think of Kingpin. Oh! <laughs> but yeah, that, exactly. That scene. And it wasn't that the, bad. <laughs> the, I don't know what it is about sex that makes me, make me, that makes me shit. Makes me got to shit, yeah. <laughs> Must like, be all that yeah. pumping, pump and dump. <laughs> that fucking movie is so good. I quote it all the time. I, I, that, I just, that, I, I, I mean, that, and then what is it? I think one of my favorite lines, Woody Harrelson's trying to get Randy Quaid to be a bowler. He's like, and Randy Quaid's talking about something, and Woody Harrelson's like, I don't care about that. What I want to talk about is round has three holes, and you put your finger in it. And I think Randy Quaid goes, You leave Mary Jane out of this. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite part of the whole movie is just Bill Murray, period. That yeah. Movie. Oh, yeah, yeah, Bill Murray. When well, he's out there the- bowling, his hair's like, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep, oh, I mean he's God. he's he's a bastard from from the from 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 the oh, first scene to the last in that yeah, movie. Oh, yeah. that so well. And he, yep. uh, you know, he and he's done, you know, he's done some great movies, but then he's done some weird. Like, have you seen that Lost in Translation movie? Yeah, <laughs> it was like, why is Bill Murray doing? He because he can do whatever he wants. I, I guess. I mean, and he he actually was nominated for an Academy Award for that. Yeah. Yeah, he was, and and I thought I thought he was really good, and I can't remember who won it that year, but I know Bill. I thought Bill Murray was. was and I was I agree with you, but you're like, yeah. why is Bill Murray in a movie like this? You it's know? a little. It's almost like he was playing Bill Murray in a way. Uh, yeah, exactly. Well, there you go. Like he was playing himself. But you know, um, Woody Harrelson again. Yeah. Bill fucking Murray. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they, I love the line in that when he's laying there. It's like any regrets? I don't know. Maybe Garfield. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's yeah, dude. Zombie Land was such a great movie. It's right. such a great movie. Yep. Absolutely. It's funny. I, I did that down there at uh we went to um Halloween Horror Nights, Universal Horror Nights down there, Universal Studios. Mm-hmm. And um that that was when Zombie Land 2 was just coming out. Okay. So they had a big Double huge tap. they had a big huge like scare zone set up out there. You know, it's it's Universal, so it's huge. Right. So um we were walking through it and they had all kinds of stuff going on. There's zombies everywhere and stuff. And all of a sudden I see walking out of the mist of the, of the fog. Yeah. The guy, this guy who's an actor, but he looks just like Bill Murray. And that's who he's supposed <laughs> to be. He's supposed to be Bill Murray. And he's, he's walking past, suit. he's in a golf suit and everything. And he's walking awesome. past us like this with his hands like this. And I, uh, I see him and just as we're passing him, I'm like, Bill fucking Murray. <laughs> and he turns around and he just goes, 
<laughs> and then he walks off. I was like, "Fucking classic, man!" That's awesome. Yeah, it was pretty cool. That was that was a good time, man. That was yeah, that's time. great. But uh, you know, I don't know. If, did we talk? I think maybe did we talk with you last time you were on about the remake of uh, Nightmare on Elm Street? I, I, I think. I think was it. No, I, I you talked recently, and I don't know that I was on. I don't, was was it? No, was, but I, was we, on? we didn't we didn't do a whole episode on it. No, we I mean, just, just, just you were talking. It comes up just, quite a bit yeah. for us yeah. because well, I had recently just watched it, and I was like, man, you know, I really, really, really loved everything about it except for Kruger. Yeah. And I mean, I don't really need necessarily need the huge backstory on the other stuff. Right. However, like the acting was great. Um. I think Jackie O'Haley was good as he, as good. he just wasn't Robert England. Yes, right, you're right, just right. never going to be able to Robert England. You know, yeah. Dude, and, my my favorite favorite of his was when he played Warshak in Watchmen. Oh yeah, I yeah. Mean, oh he yeah, just he was, was great at that part. He certainly but, was. But no, I I I I just really I actually really really love the atmosphere of the movie. Yeah, yeah. The way that movie is filmed. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, my problem with it is I, I went into that movie wanting to love it so much. Yes. Yeah. That I think I kind of overhyped myself. And then when I saw it, I was let down. Well, know? for, for me, I kind of was like, I kind of went backwards. I went into it. I'm like, you're not going to fucking be able to replace Robert England, man. This is going right, to be stupid. Right, and then I started right. watching it and I was like, well, shit, I kind of, in my head, I'm yeah. like, I kind of like. I yeah, you, you actually you brought up one of the scenes that I always remember from that, and it's something that you could almost hear Robert England saying, and I don't know that he did, but that scene after the guy's dead and Freddy's with him, and he goes, "The brain is still alive for seven minutes. We got six more minutes of fun." Yeah, yeah. six I mean, more that's minutes. Cold. That's and like then, cold. And then, he, does, and then he does. Then he tries to. That's do. almost as cold as a fucking bomb in your ass. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> but then he tries to do that little laugh that. And facial thing that that Kruger did, yeah, and yeah, caught, and it just didn't come out right. It, it, didn't, didn't, it didn't work. Yeah. It didn't, yeah. but it, it. I could tell he was trying to. He was trying. Yeah, you right. know, I tried to watch the movie this time. I've seen it, you know, probably five times since it came mm -hmm. out. Um, but I tried to watch it and was like, okay, let me see, because that was the one thing I didn't like about it. So I was like, let me focus on him and see yeah. if I can change can my mind on it. it. You know, right. right? And there's a lot of things he did you know, that just didn't hit the way that Kruger would have done it or, right. that, you know, that England would have done it, you know, like with the whole, um, no sleeping in class or you shouldn't be sleeping in class. Like, yeah, Robert would have fucking Robert England has a way of delivering those. His delivery. Yes. He, he the, had the, a the, the comedy one liners, you know, exactly. Yeah. And making like, it work. Yeah. Even in the new, even in the new, uh, even in uh Freddie versus Jason, whenever, uh, he shows up that I can't remember which one, I think it's the girl. She shows up in her dream at the uh, at the camp, mm -hmm. and uh, then dude's b doing it on the porch with some chick, yeah. and it turns into Freddy, and he turns around, he's like, he's like, what? She's all dead. He's like, what? It's not my fault. She's a stiff lay. Yeah. And but the way he <laughs> says it, you know, it's like, you know, yeah, and that was so different for back then. That's why he yeah. was such a different character was because you had, I mean, it was Michael Myers, Jason, even even in movies like The Burning, you get Cropsy. These guys oh. never said a word. Right. Right. Yeah. You know, they never talked. They never did anything. And now you got this guy cracking jokes fucking and running like, his fucking mouth. all the time. <laughs> it made it very different. Yeah. You know? Well, and so think about that. In the first movie, you say cracking jokes. There were 
but like, not as many in the first one. Whenever yeah, you get right. into the the later movies, it's like, oh motherfucker, come on. See, I love it. Yeah. Like Fred, you like know? okay, so one of my favorite in the whole series is Freddy's Dead. Mm-hmm. That's just for me. I'm a big like fight evil type fight evil type guy. Mm-hmm. So I love the fact that you know they they're fighting evil with it. But uh, <laughs> that scene when every fucking uh, Spencer's laying on a couch and Johnny Depp makes his appearance in the movie, he's like, "This is your brain." Cracks yeah. it. Puts in a pan. He's like, this is your brain on drugs. Any questions? And fucking Kruger comes in. Dink! Smokes him in the face. Iron pan. He's like, yeah. What are you on? Looks yeah. like a frying pan and eggs to me. <laughs> 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 then he's like, yeah. he's like, hey, Spence, let's trip out. You know? Yeah. I love that shit, man. That was the funniest <laughs> shit ever. So here, I got to tell a little, little story here. Uh, I got, you know, I grew up in the 70s and the 80s. And I found out that... Uh, one of the shows I used to really love when I was a kid was uh, the Hardy Boys and Nancy Drew. Yes. And yeah. and so With I Parker found Stevenson them. Stevenson and Sean Cassidy, yeah. Yeah. And so I found them on YouTube, and I started watching through them. And all of a sudden, I get to this episode where they're at a uh, carnival, okay? And they're trying to help this woman. Well, the woman they're trying to help is fucking Jamie Lee Curtis. Oh, wow. And I'm like, what the fuck? That's fucking cool as shit. Yeah, that's And they're awesome. talking to her, and she was like, wait a minute, I got to get, I don't remember his name. <clears throat> She's like, hey, hey, Bobby, come here. Fucking Bobby turns around. It's fucking Robert England. Wow. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? That and I looked awesome. at my wife, and I'm like, okay, that's fucking cool as shit, but I'm going to tell you one thing that makes it even cooler than that is that is not the first time they work together. Nope. <laughs> A lot of people don't know this. Robert England actually worked on the cast of Halloween 1978. Really? Yeah. He spread the lead out. He was was hired to help them. He was one of the guys that would help. Like, so they filmed that movie in Pasadena in the middle of the summer. Mm -hmm. So to make it look like fall, they had these, all these trash bags full of leaves and they would spread these leaves out on the ground. Well, Robert England's job was to fucking pick these leaves up after the end of every set. Really? Yeah. That's a shame because he was already an actor by that point. Yeah. Well, I think what happened with that is he came in and he was friends. He was friends with Carpenter. With Carpenter? Okay. Yeah. I think so. Or Nick Castle, one of the two. Oh, you're right. He was friends with Nick Castle. That's right. Okay. And then he came in, hang out on set, and they're like, hey, need help? And he started helping. Yeah, he just started That's helping awesome. him out. Yeah. That's great because by that point, he had already done Eaten Alive. With uh, the Toby Hooper, the yeah, alligator yeah. crocodile movie. I think it's yeah. actually a crocodile. Um, and I know, and he was in a, it was a damnedest thing. He played a trucker's sidekick in this sort of, I think it was called the Great, Ro- uh, the Great Smoky Roadblock. And the trucker was Henry Fonda. No <laughs> shit. So, yeah, wow. so Robert England is like Henry Fonda's sidekick. <laughs> and he meets him during the movie. It hasn't been the whole time, but yeah. So I, I remember seeing Robert Ingram on that one. So he was, he was around. I think it was eaten alive though is what inspired the line from, um, from kill bill. Uh, you know, uh, uh, what was it? Um, uh, buck. My name is buck. <laughs> oh, I like the fuck. Yeah. Yeah. That was the, I mean, Robert England says that exact line in eaten alive because his name was buck. No shit. <laughs> yeah, he said that exact line in that in that I movie. I don't know that I, I 
I'm sure I've seen that at some point. It has. It's funny because it has Marilyn Burns in it. It has uh, William Finley, who's in all of like, um, uh, uh, was it the Palmas films? Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, it's it's an interesting uh, it's an interesting movie. You know, it's, it's the uh, the killer crocodile. Uh, it it's what's what I like about it is that it could be set in the town, and it's in Texas. It could be the town right next door. Yeah. To where the Texas Chainsaw Massacre took place. What, what was it? Harlow? Was that the name of the town? Harlow. Harlow. That was, it, it, it might have been, but yeah. But you get the feeling it's the same community, that these people all know yeah. each other, you know? Uh, and I'm, oh God, who, I, why can I not remember the name of the actor who played the, the main guy, like the, the crazy guy who ran the hotel, who was awesome in it. I got to look it up now because it's going to drive me crazy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's how we Neville, are. Neville Brand. Neville Brand. Oh, okay. Who was an old time actor? I mean, I know he was in Tora Tora Tora. He was in a lot of older movies. Mm-hmm. Um, and he plays the the guy who's uh yeah, and Carolyn Jones from the Adams family plays a a, a madam at a at a at a brothel. Oh god in this movie. Yeah. Man, yeah. I need to check that out. Yeah, oh, I knew I, you'd say it now. Yeah. <laughs> I think you I think you'd like it. I I think you'd I'll tell you what, what am I I'm what? sure I've probably seen it. And it wasn't and I keep thinking about this. I think if I remember right, Robert England was in that V series, wasn't he? Yes, he was. Yeah, in okay. Yep. I was thinking I was. I remembered him being in that. One of my favorite. Go ahead. Go addic- ahead. I was addicted to that when I was a kid. I yeah. loved V. I thought. I mean, it scared the hell out of me. Yeah. One yeah. of my oh, favorite. Yeah. Uh, one of my favorite um, characters, I guess, or roles that Robert England played besides Kruger, you know, was in. Um, and it wasn't a big role. We talked about four, but it was an urban legend. He played the professor. Dude. And um, they killed it with that. Yes. Yeah, that was perfect. Have you seen yeah. that? Urban, urban legend? legend? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes, and remember, I have. Dude, I don't remember what it was, but there was a book laying on his desk. And whenever we were watching that, I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. And then whenever oh, he, I can't remember what and then whenever he opened up, when we were in his office, what's in, in there? In like his a, office. He had a doll of Freddy Krueger yes. hanging on the wall. Yeah. Oh wow. They killed nice. that. That like it. It was. It was really. It was really good. The way they put him in as a because he taught about urban legends. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was just yeah. wicked. I. I yeah. I, it's I, funny. I. You can't see it because it's up high on the wall. But I got a really cool picture that's got three icons on it, and uh, it was during the filming of Wishmaster. It's got Robert Englund, Kane Hodder, and Tony Todd Tony all standing Todd, together. All three of them from it. Yes. Yeah. That's awesome. That yeah. is awesome. Yeah, I, I was going on my wall just up here of uh, Robert England. I got oh, a yeah. grab of, of his as well. I, I was not there for it. I actually purchased it. Yeah. Beside the fact, but still. Um, well, but, and that's yeah, how I got this one too. I mean, awesome. it was a screenshot from Wishmaster. That is great. And that Wishmaster is one of those movies that doesn't, I think, get talked about as much as it should because yeah, I like it it, especially with with uh, Diva. He is so good. Those first two movies with him playing that character. Mm-hmm. One of my all-time favorite lines, and I have it out on my blog, my 100 favorite quotes. Actually, my number one favorite line of all time is, look what your brother did to the door. Doesn't he have any pride in his home? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Texas Chainsaw Massacre. <laughs> but the line from Wishmaster is, um, and I, if you, I'm sure you remember, is, is he says, uh, that which is eternal cannot die, but if it's any consolation, sweet Alex, that hurt like hell. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. With like shooting the gun. I was take. I remember. I was. My kids were going to RCIA. Um, you know, where I grew up Catholic, and it's very important to my mother. And blah, 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 blah. <laughs> so we're taking the kids, and neither one of them wanted to go. They dragged their feet every time I had to take them there. 
Every time I had to take them, they dragged their feet. And I had Wishmaster playing. So they're down there dragging their feet, and they saw that line, and they both cracked up. They saw that scene <laughs> shooting up, and they were both cracking up. Yeah, that's, that's, that, you're right. That is a really um, – Man, I have not watched this film in forever, man. Yeah, as narrator, and it's yeah, uh, yeah, and that was cool about that film too. Is Angus Grimm did the narration in that? Yeah, yeah, that rest his soul, dude. Right. So it, it's funny because in the '90s, again, it just doesn't have the reputation. Right, now, Candyman was probably my second favorite after Scream of from the '90s. I loved the original Candyman, and Tony Todd is a big reason why. Yes, yes, Tony uh, Todd is iconic as Candyman. Oh, Tony Todd is Candyman. Yeah, uh, you know. Yeah, the, uh, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna knock the remake. I really enjoyed it. No, but... because it took the mythology in a different way. Yes. It didn't replace Absolutely. Tony Todd. It looked at it as this is like that. That Candyman is more of a hereditary thing than yeah. one guy. Yeah, you know. See, I, and I, dude, I like. So what? Dude, I gotta. I gotta throw this out there real quick. So we got invited to do a movie premiere for this uh, new horror film coming out called Night Night. So it was in St. Louis. And so Ryan couldn't make it. So I'm like, all right, well, I'll go up and, you know, so basically I've got a friend of mine that he's a, he's an actor. He does a lot of movies, uh, B grade kind of movies and stuff. And, and, uh, he's the one that turned me onto it and got me tickets for it. And, uh, he said, yeah, I'll meet you up there. You know, it's going to be at Ronnie's Plaza, which I grew up there. I used to go to Ronnie's and watch movies like when I was like fucking 10 years old, you know what I mean? So I get up there and as I walk in, I mean, dude, they've got the whole lobby fucking, I mean, it looks like Hollywood premiere. They've got a fucking red carpet strung out and all these people are coming up and down. Well, my buddy gets there. Brock is his name. And, uh, he gets there and he was like, Oh no, I'm sorry. He called me on his way there. He said, I'll be there in probably about 15 minutes. He said, I want you to know though. He said, I don't know who all is going to be there, but Tony Todd is in St. Louis right now. Oh, wow. At the premiere of another film. Cause he was in this movie I was going to watch. Oh, and he wow. said, he's at a premiere for another film in St. Louis. And I'm like, oh my God, if fucking Tony Todd walks on this place, I'm just going to shit my pants. I would, I, he <laughs> you know? wanna, yeah, I would love to meet. I, Unfortunately, he didn't come over there. Uh, but, uh, dude, I was so like, oh my God. He's, he's one of the ones. I mean, he's, he's just, he's got that voice, that just, that, that voice that just makes dude, him perfect. Everything he does, man. And I didn't realize it, but I had seen him. I didn't realize till after Candyman, but I had seen him in something before. He played Worf's brother in The Next Generation. Yeah. The, the Klingon. Okay. He was in yeah. the Klingon. He played the brother. And now when I, you, you hear him in Candyman, you're like, yes. Yeah. That's the voice. Yep. That is the exact voice from, from that uh, yeah. Next Generation. Yeah. See, um, so I really loved him in Hatchet, too. Yeah. 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 Yes. So and even in Final, Final Destination. Yeah. You know, so what, ye- what year did Candyman come out? I think 93, or I think it was 93. Oh, yeah, possibly. Let me check it out, the original candy. Let me just look it up, because I think it was from 93. I know it was uh, 92. 92. Okay, and then Screen came out in 97, right? 96. 96. Yeah, so it was like four years before. See, and it's weird, because I was just thinking about it. I'm like, the the way those movies are filmed, it's almost like... uh, Candyman was an eighties movie. Yeah. And it does have that vibe to it. Yeah. And then Scream is more of a 
almost a two thousands movie. Yeah, right. You the know, one with the, just that four years difference. Well, Scream's the one that revolutionized. I mean, after Scream, every movie wanted to be Scream. I mean, yeah. even Urban oh, Legend yeah. to a point wanted to be Scream, and I know what you did last summer. They all wanted yeah. to, to be Scream. And we've said this a million times: Scream is just so underrated. Yeah. And to me, see, I got a I got a man cave at my house, mm-hmm. and I'm getting a um, a mural painted, and it's called it's called Mount Slashmore. Okay, nice. <laughs> so it's gonna be yeah. I got a friend that's doing it. It's gonna be you know the mountains, but it's gonna have. So I've got um, for me. My, you know, I've got, uh, of course, Robert England Kruger, mm-hmm. Michael Myers, of course. Yep. Um, and then Jason, mm-hmm. and then I have Ghostface. Yeah. And my buddy's like, "You don't want Leatherface?" I'm like, "No, I want Ghostface." See, I don't, I don't, I, I would, I'm with you. Even though I love Texas Chainsaw Massacre, I don't put Leatherface necessarily in with all of the other slashers. He goes with the masked killer. Yeah, right. absolutely. Right. He's the mass killer, but he's not. It's in. I mean, let's be in 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 uh, in the first Texas Chainsaw Massacre. His victims came to him. Yeah, yeah. You know, every single one walked into his house, or until yeah. the end, when he realized what he had to do. Um, and there's that great scene in the original where after the third after the third guy goes in there, Jerry, where he's looking out the window. He's like, "Where are all these kids coming from?" <laughs> oh, and it was Gilman Joe who actually pointed this out to me. It was Leatherface. He's not used to being in control. He's not used to being in charge. Yeah. In the pecking order in that house, when you have Grandpa, the cook, the 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 the, the hitchhiker, he's fourth. That's why he's wearing the apron and the wig. Yeah. So he's just there to serve. Basically, is what it is. He's not used to taking charge. Yeah. So yeah. I don't look at him as that type of character. He's more of a tragic character in, in, yeah. in a lot of ways than he yeah. is just a straight up slasher killer. Yeah. And for me, you know, I just, I, I really think that uh, Ghostface doesn't get the credit he deserves. Yeah, I agree. I would put him, he, he belongs. I think he's the fourth one. He makes the most sense. And, you know. But there's different ones. That, maybe that's why, because it's not always the same one. Yeah, right, well, and it, right. it's it's yeah, it's it's the it's kind of like you said with the Candyman thing a little bit hereditary. Yes, it's hereditary, it's but it's more people. like it's going to be different. But it's it's ghost faced, yeah. and that face is iconic. And I think that Scream really, I think everyone before it came out was going to be like, eh, this might be good, it might not. And then when they see it, they're like, and then you shit. saw Rosemary's oh, nipple sticking through the shirt. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's it it. Blew, yeah, it was just yeah. amazing. But yeah, and then, and then I was that's like, you know what? Uh, I think this, I no, think Mr. this, uh, face. Yeah. <laughs> 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 but yeah, I said, I, I said, no, I definitely want to, uh, I definitely want to, uh, I, I think that's a good there. choice. So, yeah. Cause you're right. It's regardless of who's behind it, it's the mask. And it pays, you it, know, it, 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 it pays homage to horror. And, that, you, know, you know, for me, it was all, it was the mystery of it too. You know, trying to figure out who, who, who done it. Who was yeah. it? Yeah. There you was, know. there was a, there was a, who, there was a mystery uh, element to it. You know? Yeah. Um, you know, and that whole, you know, they keep, you know, you're looking so many different directions. Oh, it's gotta be him. Oh yeah. no, it's her. It's, oh no, it's, it's, and, it's and, fucking Stu's mom or, yeah. or Billy <laughs> Lomas's mom. You know, you, you've got, and in that movie, think about that first movie you have, um, uh, Nev Campbell, you know, you, you, her character is this tragic. She lost her mother, you know, Sydney lost her mother. And it's like this tragic story. 
But she lost her mother, who was the town whore. Yeah, yeah. Like, she yeah. finds out her mother was sleeping around with everybody. Right. And really, everybody lost something that night. Including <laughs> Cotton Weary. Yes, Cotton Weary. And that all comes and, around. I'm telling you, it's, it's, it's uh, so just that the, that she's, she's like even more tragic than any of the other sort of, uh, what you'd say, quote unquote, final girls in any movie. Yeah. yeah. Just because yeah. of what, you know, because she becomes a victim through no, no fault of her own. Yep. You know, it's funny though. Can you consider Nev Campbell a scream queen, even though she was in the movie scream? Even the mo- I don't know. She seems a little stronger. I don't as yeah, a yeah, you know. character. Although I will say one of my favorite scenes in the first one is when she's on the phone saying, ah, oh, they're just stupid, big breasted girls who should run upstairs when they should be running out the front door. Yeah. And three minutes later, she's running upstairs. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I, don't ghost face. I thought that was awesome. I like when she's standing on the porch and she's like, what am I doing now? <laughs> Puts her finger up her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a, but yeah, I, I just, I really, I, I don't think that scream gets the, gets the, um, no, I, and I agree. I think I think it, that's a great one. If you're going to pick a fourth one, I think Ghostface is definitely yeah. the way to go. Yeah, I agree yeah. with that. And it, it's just an excellent. It looks really good too. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, it's going to look really awesome when it's done. Yeah. I'll, I'll put I'll put po- pictures up. But of course, Michael Myers is going to be dead center. Mm. Yeah. You know, oh yeah. You know, has to be. Yeah, it's he's, uh, the, he's the key. He's the one who started. I mean, a lot of people uh, look, and if you think look at it, Black Christmas from '74, I want to say. Mm-hmm. started a lot of the tropes that you could get an idea. Maybe Carpenter had seen it and he borrowed some things, the POV shots yeah, and, yeah. and just all of that. But, and I've, I put this in my review, Black Christmas is not the start of Slashers because it didn't have the box on. Yeah. Halloween was a major mega hit. Yeah. You know, and, it, and, and the way Carpenter did it, it was simplistic. And it's funny, you know, the, you were saying how the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre is like gory. You think it's gory. But it's not. Yeah. There's really no blood at all in the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre, but you think what you're seeing, and that's part of the magic of that one, the same with Halloween. Yep. Yeah. But what really gets me with Halloween is the suspense. Yes. You do not know where Michael Myers is. Even when he shows up and kills someone, you breathe a slight sigh of relief. At least now I know where he is. Yeah. Yeah. Because he can be lurking anywhere, and that's mm-hmm. the first time you got that in a movie like that. Yeah, yeah. you know, and see, I, and that's the thing. Like for me, I talk to some people now, and I don't know if maybe they're just not real horror fans. If they're more mm-hmm. just like would have opinions on shit, because I talk to people and they're like, "Oh, dude, Halloween is not that great of a movie." I'm like, I don't understand. You're not watching the right movie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then I just go. Fuck you and walk off. No, but, uh, <laughs> but no, uh, but no, it's. I don't see how you can watch that movie as a horror fan. Right. Yeah, I don't know how you can watch and not that appreciate it and that movie and be like, yeah. what they did with this movie with the little that they did with the movie. Yeah, yeah, and how it, it's it's just excellent, man. It was all and, about and suspense and the suspense and Carpenter's score is exactly. right up there. I think with yeah. Psycho and Jaws. Oh, I think it's scores. I think it's over. Yeah. I think it's yeah. over Psycho yeah. and but, Jaws. You know, and it's funny. You, people, people always have that. You know, and I think we had this conversation when you were on last time about about slashers and and different stuff. You know, you've got movies from uh, the '60s. Uh, was that Peeping Tom? 
could uh, could possibly be considered the first slasher. You know, the proto slashers. That like proto, that, proto, proto. That's, that's a good way to had, put that. The two. That's what that we we that was on our HMP. We talked about you know both of them. We talked about how Psycho and Psycho is the one a lot of people look at. And you think of the scenes in Psycho right. as a proto slasher, and it definitely is. There's no doubt about it. Yeah. And I brought this up on the HMP where we uh, we covered Peeping Tom recently. Peeping Tom, though, there's a difference between the two movies. And in Psycho, you like Norman Bates. Yes. Because until in all the way up to until you find out what he is. Yeah. Okay. Because he's a likable guy. All mm-hmm. right. You, we don't know. We find out things at the end of that movie that we don't know at the beginning. In Peeping Tom, you like the character. And you know exactly what he is in the first five. <laughs> yeah. You know exactly that he is the one killing. And right. yet, you like him anyway. Yeah. You're rooting yeah. for this guy. You know he's sick. You know he's twisted. You know he is a murderer. You know he's going to kill and kill and kill throughout the film. Yet you like him and you're rooting for him. That makes him more of an like the, the of, 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 of a precursor, if you will, of the slashers. Yeah, anti-hero. Because a lot of times, as the slashers would go on, people you're connecting more to the killer because the characters are always different. The victims yeah. are always different. I'm not saying mm-hmm. you don't like the characters. I'm not saying you everybody when you want to go in and see every one of them killed, but they're different. The one character the same in all the movies is the killer. He's the one you're connecting to, and he's the reason people are going to see what he's going to do in yes. these movies. That makes that more of an ants like of, of a precursor to the slashers because in Peeping Tom, you're rooting for a guy who you know is a killer and is going to kill throughout the whole movie. Yet you want to somehow see him be okay and get away with it in the end. Yes. See, and that's why I hate the new. Yeah. That's what I didn't like about New Scream: How to Kill Dewey. I love yeah. Dewey. Yeah, uh, I, 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 Dewey. Well, that was hard, that was heartbreaking. That was heartbreaking. I knew going into that one of the main characters was gonna. Why couldn't have been Courtney Cox's stupid ass? Well, man, let me tell you something, though. Because <laughs> I want to stick my finger in Gail Weathers' butt. Not me. Not anymore. I see her turn around, and her fucking... She looks completely different. She does, she does look different. I mean, I remember, I remember the first time I ever saw was in that was in that uh, Bruce Springsteen video, Dancing in the Dark. Oh, yeah. I go, I go way back whether it would happen. Yeah. I don't even know who the hell she was. Right. But one of the things I liked that with the, with the Death of Dewey, it had probably one of my favorite lines in the new Scream, because all of this stuff, everything happens because of these stab movies, which are like basically yeah. like stab is, is yes. in, the, in this world. It's Scream, and they're making these movies. Yes. And Gail Weathers was the one who wrote the first book. So you could kind of look at her as a reason all these other ones are happening like yeah. after the fact. Kill after her Sydney, ass. You know, <laughs> but the line at the end, no, fuck them. These, these two can die in obscurity. Yes. Yeah. You know, but she's stopping it. She's like, no, this is it. I understand what I did here. That's a, it's over. These, yeah. that, I'm not doing it anymore. I thought that was a great line at yes. the end of that movie. I did. Yeah. I thought that was, a, I was like, wow, that's almost like, that is the exclamation point on screen right there. Yeah. yeah it just that's blew the my stopping of the cycle. It just blew my mind how different she looks. Mm. Oh, she looks very different. Yeah. I mean, well, Dewey I looks, mean, whereas, whereas, whereas um, uh, uh, Nev Campbell. Yeah. She's, yeah, still absolutely gorgeous. Yeah, absolutely. But see, that's my point. Like, she turned around. It's so funny because they make it kind of a big deal. Like, it's showing the back of Gail's head, and then she turns yeah. around. And I'm just like, I'm sitting there with my wife. We're sitting there watching it. She turned around. I'm like, 
Oh, <laughs> definitely not the same. Well, she she is almost sixty years old. Yeah, but dude, yeah, she's got the Joker smile. Her mouth goes I, here. I, I, I think there was here. definitely definitely some 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 plastic surgery there. And well, it's oh yeah, you know, and it's, it's a shame. Think, hey, think the about worst it. plastic surgery was Mickey Rourke. Uh, no, yes. Think about it like this though. All right, just remember, you got Courtney Cox. Look how she looks. Mm-hmm. Look at Jennifer Aniston. Yeah. 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 You're right. Yeah. Right. But I'm going to tell you right now, Courtney Cox, I don't really care what her face looks like while I've got her bent over. Her face. <laughs> hey, hey, yeah. hey, 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 <laughs> But no, no, I, I, it just, it was really, it was distracting. Yeah. It was distracting too. It, it was a bit. I, I, I'm going to agree with you. I think. I think it was. A, it was a little distracting. I thought the same thing. I literally. I mean, you did. know what? Always a very, very attractive, very, very pretty. Yes. Um. And uh, uh, unfortunately. Yeah. I. I. I, I, I'll agree. I think Mickey Rourke might be the worst. One of the worst. But Mickey Rourke, he became a boxer, and he was getting his face bashed in. Yes. So I he was kind of needed yeah, to do something. Yeah. You know. But yeah, did you watch you watch Mickey Rourke in Angel Heart and then see oh, Mickey Rourke in Sin City and you don't know they're the same person? Yeah. One of my yeah. favorite movies of all time, Holly Davidson and the Marvel Man. Yeah, yeah, that was back yeah, in the old Mickey that, Rourke. Yes, that, you know, yeah, back, Angel Heart. I mean, God, you're right. You compare him with Angel Heart and Sin City, it's like it's two Jesus different Christ, people. It's not even the same dude. And and it's funny because he's always. I think I think it was almost like he had it written into his contract that he just has sex with all the women and, and all those. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I remember. I remember way back then listening to Howard Stern, and Howard Stern said Mickey Rourke prepares for a role by building up a sperm count. Yes. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Hey, why not? You know, yeah. Yeah. you got it. Oh, yeah. But um, you know, um, another movie that I don't hear too many people talk about. I know you got to be going soon, so I don't. No, I'm good. I'm good. I got. I got another hour. Okay, I just want to make sure that you, you know, I'm good. As long as you guys are willing to hang out, I'm willing to hang out. No problem. But um, another movie I think that doesn't get talked about a lot, and that okay, so I'm an apocalyptic guy as far as movie. Mm -hmm. I love Night of the Comet. You know, I'm a huge zombie fan. You know, so freaking like uh, Night Living Dead or Turn of Living Dead, like. I like all that kind of stuff, um, but uh, Grindhouse. Oh, Grindhouse is amazing. Planet Terror. I like. I loved both the movies. To be yes. honest with you, I loved yes. both the movies, and I got to see Grindhouse in the theater. It did not do well, but it was. It's yeah. one of my favorite movie-going experiences, and it's the trailers. It's everything that made up the Grindhouse experience. Yep. I got to go see it, you know, and it was. Very much sort of a passion project for Robert Rodriguez and Quentin Tarantino. Uh-huh. They because they love those movies. Yeah, and you know, and it's it's so funny because, um, and and you know, uh, Planet Terror is amazing. It's just it's just a fun fuck yeah, it's crazy love it. movie. Love you it. got and I loved how they brought in that whole sort of grindhouse feel with missing real. And it comes yes. back and all hell's broken loose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have yeah, no yeah. idea what happened. Yeah, and how they did the scratchy film and stuff. Yeah, they I did all that. I love the it, way they filmed those. And, and, and the way they came out, dun, 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 you know, the way they yeah. opened it up and they did in the old. It's awesome. I love that. I love the trailers. One of the things, now you saw, did you see Machete when it came out? Yes. Absolutely. They took that trailer from Grindhouse. Somehow. They got every scene from that trailer in the movie six, <laughs> six years later. They got every scene from that movie in that in in the trailer in that movie. Yeah. 
which I thought was really cool. But with Death Proof, with Tarantino's Death Proof, it's really cool because you got that first half with Jungle Julia. That's like an exploitation film. You know, there's a scene where she's looking at her phone and the music's playing, and all of a sudden the music, it just stops. Like, it just stops on a dime. Yeah. You get that in those movies. The second half is a Tarantino movie. Yeah. When it yeah. gets to with um, when they're trying to get the car from, um, uh, oh, God, what the hell was that? Uh, it's, actually, it's one of my favorite movies. Um, uh, they're trying to get that car uh, that Kowalski drove. And Challenger? Vanishing, Vanishing point. point. Yeah, they're yeah. trying to get the car from Vanishing Point. And that's a Tarantino movie. With yeah, the when they throw the chick on the hood. Yeah. Yes, oh. Everything else. That's Tarantino. It's like you get one part, an exploitation. The second part is straight up a Tarantino mm. movie. And I love the fact that they made Stuntman Mike a pussy. Yeah. Yeah. At the end of that movie, when, when, he, when, he, when he gets shot, he's oh, like, he's all. Oh, and if you go back and watch the crash with Jungle Julie at the beginning, you hear almost like a little bit of a Wilhelm scream coming from Stuntman Mike. I never picked up on it before, but after I fought, saw how much yeah. they made him such a wimp at the end, you hear him sort of being a little bit of a yeah. wimp, even in that crash as his car is in the air. Yeah. And that, uh, the, the girl who's on the hood, when they're flying down the road. Zoe Bell, yes. Yeah. yeah, she's all. She's actually a real stunt. Well, that's her. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. she uh, she was a stunt person on on Kill Bill. That's how Tarantino met her. She actually yeah. was was a stunt person on Kill Bill. Yeah. She's fucking awesome. She was on a podcast. I was listening to a podcast. Uh, this has probably been months ago, but she was on one of the podcasts I listened to, and she was talking about everything. I'm like, holy shit, that was awesome. Yeah. She did yeah. all that shit, and like. <clears throat> My favorite scene in both of those movies was that fucking dance scene with Butterfly. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, that Jesus was Christ. I had you know what? That, that was that was the missing reel in Grindhouse. They missed that lap dance. That was the, what they dropped from Grindhouse. Yeah, oh. yeah. That only was in the Death Proof when they released them as separate on yeah. like Blu-ray and yeah. everything. That was yeah. on that one. I'm glad they put it back in because I'm with you. That was hot, and that was too um. Oh God! What was the? Um, I can't remember the name of the song. It was an older song too. And every time I, I hear that song, that's what I think. Yeah, like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I think that absolutely. absolutely. But uh, see, Death Proof was my favorite out of those two. I, 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 I really like them both. I like them both. I like them both. But I think I think Death Proof was I, for me, it just had that perfect blend of exploit of like Grindhouse and mm -hmm. Tarantino, and, and I think it's one of his. And Kurt Russell. And Kurt Russell. And Kurt Russell was great. I think it's really funny because I, I, I remember watching like the filming of that, like behind the scenes. Eli Roth plays one of the boyfriends in the scene of the bar. And he's insulting. Uh -huh. He's throwing insults. And he's just ad-libbing insults at, at Stuntman Mike. And finally, when he yells cut, like Kurt Russell like throws nachos <laughs> at Eli Roth. <laughs> sort of playfully. And Eli Roth's like, I'm sorry. I swear, Kurt, I love Escape from New York. I love you. I'm sorry. <laughs> See, that's another thing. Kurt Russell is one of my favorite actors, period, ever. Yeah. Yes. I love Kurt Russell. Let me tell you, I grew up with him as a Disney star. Yeah. Yeah. And then, in, in like, uh, what, what was that? Computer War Tennis Shoes. I think he was in uh -huh. that one. And, uh, oh, God, that awful super bad movie. What a piece of shit that. But all <laughs> these movies, I grew up with him as a Disney star. And then he, I saw him before I, before he even did Escape from New York, Carpenter did a TV miniseries on Elvis where Kurt Russell played Elvis Presley. Yeah, yeah. 
And I remember seeing that on TV saying, oh, that's the guy from the, the, the Disney movie. Escape from New York was, a, was like a, a freaking, it was, it, was, it was a culture shock. Yeah. Seeing mm-hmm. Kurt Russell in Escape from in, New York. Yeah, being the badass. But the minute he did that, and I saw it, and I loved Escape from New York, now he could never be anything but a badass in any movie ever again. Yeah, the Disney right, stuff right. was dead. Right. Now that's who he was. And then when he's in the thing and uh, Big Trouble in Little China, which I think oh, doesn't get dude. I just quoted that on the drive. Yeah. <laughs> I was driving yeah. over here. <laughs> yeah. I, all of the movies he's done since then, he's just, you're right. He's, he's like the perfect, he's the perfect badass. Yeah. Hey, I'm not even a fan of talk- Executive Decision. You guys, the Executive Decision with Steven Seagal. Yes. You ever see that one? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. I like that one, and I love how the I love how it's not even really a Steven Seagal movie. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> you know, he's like one of the top stars, yeah. but he's not there for very long. It's more of a Kurt Russell movie. I love Kurt Russell, dude. I do uh, too. I think he's I think he's great, and um, that. But it was definitely Escape from New York that, that uh, for me Tango made Gash. me Tango and Cash. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. You were talking about him playing Elvis, didn't he? Do the three thousand miles to Graceland? Uh huh. I think he did. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. He does a damn good Elvis. He does. I, he I, does. I remember in that TV, in that miniseries, and that was like two years after Elvis died. It's so funny. I never heard the name Elvis Presley till the day he died. Oh, uh, really? See, my I was mom seven was years huge. old. I was, yeah. I was seven. My parents were too. I just never, they never talked about it. This is in the days before cassette tapes and, and they had albums, but I never right. went into their albums. Want to yeah. hear a cool story real quick? Yeah. Just a quick one about Elvis. Yeah. Uh, my wife. Her, I guess, great aunt mm-hmm. dated Elvis. Oh, really? Yes. They live. They live down there. Well, used to, uh, her sisters used to flatten their. Th- her sisters, so my wife's grandma and her other sisters used to flatten his tires and shit every time he'd show up at the house and stuff. I'll, I'll tell you what. If if that's if uh, she must have been eleven years old at the time, Elvis liked them young. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah no shit. Didn't they all? I'm telling you, I saw an article. I saw an article um, with Elvis. um, It was a girl who said she went to the prom with Elvis. It was Elvis's senior prom. She was either in eighth grade or a freshman. Wow. And she remembers making out with Elvis. They didn't do anything beyond that. But Elvis liked them young. And that's why I always say to everybody, when they say Elvis faked his own death. All right. This is a man who had a certain level of exp- he, he had a certain amount of ego. Is Elvis going to let himself die taking a shit? No. Is he no. going to die having a heart attack on the toilet? Exactly. No. You know, no. He's going to put himself in bed with a couple fourteen-year-olds. <laughs> so it's so funny that we got into this Elvis kick. One of the guys I work with, just I swear to God, today comes walking in and he's like hey gerald you ever seen this movie and he holds up this movie fucking bubba hotep <laughs> oh bubba hotep's awesome i'm like oh my god yes i he's love like, what they is it any that. good i'm yeah. like dude that movie's awesome i love yeah, what they man. i love i love what they did bubba hotep was amazing yeah yeah, yeah. Bubba hotep was was great because bruce campbell does a great elvis too oh, it's absolutely. bruce campbell's uh, exactly I, I i love i love what does he say i can't even remember the line something like oh i was the king of rock and roll now i'm just an old guy with a growth on his pecker and 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 ozzy davis as jfk yes yeah and it was funny because he had the fucking hole in the back of his head yeah (laughs) i tell you what a bruce campbell one of his one of my favorite movies of his is uh i am bruce campbell yeah 
I am uh, Bruce. Yeah. I am Bruce. They yeah. call me, my name is Bruce. Yeah. Dude, I freaking love that fucking movie. I man. do too. I do too. So speaking of Bruce Campbell, have you seen the Black Friday movie? No, I have not seen that yet. I, it and was I, entertaining. I yeah, it was entertaining. Was it? And it was so funny because he's the manager of a fucking department store. <laughs> so the whole time, you're th- you know, he's a manager of a place like Walmart or something. So the whole time, I keep thinking, shop smart, shop S-mart. <laughs> right, that's, that's what you think of with Bruce Campbell, no yeah, doubt. No doubt. Absolutely. And, and I loved the... Um, uh, <laughs> Everything, I mean, everything with Evil Dead, even Ash versus Evil Dead, that series was amazing. Oh, dude, I love that series. I thought yeah. it was, I thought it was great. I, th- I wish they would have done another season of it. To be honest dude, with you. I thought it was. Great. I think the fucking remake is possibly the best remake that was ever made. Oh, you God. know what? It definitely is in the conversation. Oh if, man, if, you know, if, if other people might prefer one or another or whatever, but it's it's definitely like in the conversation because that yeah. was amazing. You know, it's funny. I, I some people said oh, I didn't have like the humor. The first Evil Dead was not comedy. Nope. No. The no. very first Evil Dead is straight up horror. It's Evil Dead 2. Yeah, where you where start the comedy getting into the starts comedy. coming in. Yeah. The first Evil Dead is a straight up low budget horror film. That movie scared the shit out of me when I was It young. scared me too. Oh, yeah. it scared the hell out of me that's too. That's one I of the hate. first aside from Phantasm. Um that's one of the first horror movies I watched. Mm-hmm. Um and it really that's one of the ones that really scared me as a kid cuz my buddy I remember telling me he's like Dude, you ever and he was scared of movies. He was he was scared of that shit. He he was really religious and he was like, I don't like that. You yeah, know? yeah. But he was like, Have you ever seen Evil Dead? I'm like, No, Evil Dead sounds cool. He's like, yeah. We'll watch it tonight. So I stayed at his house and we watched it, dude. And I was like, oh. Holy shit, yeah. dude! Yeah. That part where she's uh, up underneath the fucking the thing. Yeah, that's yes. the one. That's the one. The one thing that I that I had a kind of a little bit of something about the remake I didn't like. They did not give her enough time. The face makeup, camera. the yeah. face makeup on that girl when she's underneath there, yeah, yeah. they could have gave her a fucking, even in the background with her just looking, yeah. dude, that would have been terrifying. Oh, absolutely. You know, absolutely. I just, that's my one complaint is that they, they didn't give her enough time underneath there. I don't there. know that I really have any complaints. That was it. I, I, I loved it. Loved I, and as, as far as, as remakes go, I lo- as I said, I love the Hills Have Eyes remake. I thought that was really yeah. good. I'm even a fan. Dawn of, the original Dawn of the Dead is one of my top 10 movies of all time. Movies yep. of all yeah. time. Yep. It's my second yep. all-time favorite. But the 2004 Dawn of the Dead, great. I Fantastic. loved it. I yeah. thought it was great. Well, and that's when the first time we, we found out the fucking zombies can run. I got to pee up here. Dude scared the shit out of me. I agree. It, it scared me, too. I mean, I remember seeing that. Uh, I think it was opening weekend. I remember seeing Dawn of the Dead. Uh-huh. That whole opening sequence. The, it's probably one of the great pre-title sequences, I think, that I've had one of my fa- all-time favorite pre-title sequences. That whole scene of, of um, uh, uh, was a Sarah Polly yeah. coming home and with her husband and then a little girl walks in and, and, and then he turns and she ends up going down the road. They get that wide shot. You see the crash going yeah. into the, the gas. It's an amazing pre-title sequence. It's one of my probably top five. Of pre- yeah. I put yeah. I put Goodfellas up there. Oh. I put Magnolia's pre-title sequence mm-hmm. up there. Dawn of the Dead's is right in that conversation. Yeah, it's absolutely, absolutely. Well. Yeah, um, you know, it, it, it's funny. I, I'm gonna throw this out there. It's not not yeah. really horror, but it kind of is. Okay. One of my favorite remakes of all time was uh, Cape Fear. Oh yeah, with the, the Scorsese. Well, that's Scorsese. Yeah, yeah that's absolutely. Scorsese. The only thing about it that, and when I first saw it, I thought he's putting a little too much style in. You, it's a little too stylish. It's taken away. But 
since then I've grown. I'm like, yeah, this yeah. is this is amazing because Robert De Niro is part of what oh, yeah. sells it. Absolutely. Robert De Niro is. I mean, is uh, look, at, look at that cast. You got De Niro. You got Nick. Uh, Nick Nolte. Nick yep. Nolte. Jessica Lange. Juliette Lewis. Know, Juliette Lewis. Just fucking awesome movie. It's an amazing. And it's, it's funny an because cast. I never sat through the original Cape Fear until after I saw that one. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, oh my God, I really need to sit through that movie, you know? And, and the, the original, original is a great movie. I mean, Robert Mitchum. Oh, my oh God. it's it's great. Now, it's, I want to say that was uh, directed, the original Cape Fear, I want to say it was directed by uh, Jay Lee Thompson. I want to say, I, I think it was, I just want to look that up to make sure, because Jay Lee, yeah, Jay Lee Thompson, he went on to make a lot of movies with like, um, uh, 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 Charles Bronson. He did a lot of Charles Bronson movies in the eighties. Did he do the death wish stuff? Uh, I don't know. I don't know if he did. He, I know he was working with him even in the seventies. I don't know. Let me okay. see if he did. Let me see if he did death wish. He might yeah. have, he might have Jay Lee Thompson might've directed death wish. No, Michael winter directed the oh, original okay. death okay. wish. He might've directed maybe some of the sequels. Right. Um, but one thing he, that, that Jay Lee Thompson directed, he did happy birthday to me. Oh, oh shit, that's film a cool from, movie. From the 80s. Yeah. So the guy, the same guy who did Cape Fear did Happy Birthday to Me. I thought that was pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's, um, so what did you think? Did you, what do you think about the new Resident Evil? I, you know what? I still haven't seen it. Uh, I have not we'll seen it to, yet. We'll have to hold off on that. It, what, Resident Evil, Resident Evil is one of those series, though, that got better. Like the first movie was what it was, and each successive movie got a little better. I love so, it. I love it. Here's what's weird for me with that whole thing is I, I'm a huge gamer. I've been a gamer ever since I was a kid. So mm-hmm. to me, when I think of Resident Evil, I think of the games, you know, yeah. from the early 90s, you know, on PlayStation and, you know, playing through those early games. So when they first started talking about they're going to do a Resident Evil movie, I thought, oh my God, it's going to be badass. It, it was a badass movie. I, I love the first Resident Evil movie, but it wasn't the game. It wasn't what I was looking it, for. It didn't blow me away either the first time I saw it. And I'm not a gamer, but it didn't blow me away the first time I saw right. it. As much as some of the later films. Yeah, yeah. Every well, single one I thought got better. This new one is completely different. This new one is directly... Uh, game related. Yeah, based <laughs> off the games. Nice. And, and it's good though. Like, I like it. You'll so the Resident Evil games were so what was so what everybody loved about them was that that whole creepiness of, you know, you end up in a, a mansion and you're surrounded by zombies and you know, it was like way ahead of its time, you know, and a lot of gamers really dug that because you were you were truly for the first time you were playing a horror movie. You know, and that's why I was kind of disappointed when the, now I love me, love bitch. Yeah. Um, but I was kind of disappointed with those because there were some aspects of the game in there, but not the game that I really wanted to see. See, I just love horror movies. Welcome to Raccoon City is like exactly what I wanted out of Resident Evil. Yeah. See, I love zombie flicks. So I'm a, I love zombie movies. Yeah. So yeah, I'm, I'm there with you. I, I do know. too, but uh, I know it's getting late over there, but yeah. I know you got work. Yeah, I, I, I did have one. I did one thing and I did want to bring this up. It's just because I found it out today. Oh yeah. We'll All see. right. I, I mentioned this or I'm, uh, I was just started reading articles. I started to think about it. Like horror movies that you watch every year. Uh-huh. Okay. 
Do you, what are the horror movies that you make sure you watch once every year? And I'm not just talking Halloween. I mean, because, and for me, I watch Alien. I make sure I watch Alien once a year. I, um, I usually, I, The Fog, John Carpenter's The Fog. As much as I like a lot of John Carpenter movies, The Fog I thought was really amazing. And yeah. it just gets better every time I see it. Yeah, Adrian Barbo is the sexiest the, DJ I've ever heard. In absolutely. Life. The Stevie Wayne scenes are what yeah. make the yeah. fog. That in the opening absolutely. with John Houseman, which wasn't even yeah. supposed to be in yeah. the movie. They filmed that like months later. You know, and old Hal Holbrook playing the fucking priest. Playing the priest, yes. Know. The fog, as, as many as there are great um, Carpenter movies, the fog's one of his most underrated. You wouldn't think from a Carpenter movie yeah. in, between 72 and the late 80s would be underrated, but it kind of is. Um, I try to watch Poltergeist once a year just because I go way back with that Fucking movie. I saw it on the movie. big screen in 82 yeah. when it first came out. I didn't even know what it was. Yeah. We, my friends and I went to see it because that's Spielberg's name and Raiders of the Lost Ark came out the year before. Yep. So we wanted to see Poltergeist. It was only after that opening scene with the TV where we go, oh, I think this might be a horror movie. Yeah. We, had no, we didn't know what the hell a Poltergeist was. You didn't was. know what a Poltergeist was. No, yeah. I was like 12 years old or something. Right, I don't know what right. the hell a Poltergeist was. But the one movie that I always watch when it starts to get close to summer is Jaws. It's just a tradition. I got to watch Jaws every year as, it, as the summer approaches. I saw an article today, and it started with this one article where um, it was Richard Dreyfuss talking about how he actually did not. The, the big talk of was that Richard Dreyfuss and Robert Shaw hated each other okay. on the set of Jaws. They never got along. Richard Dreyfuss says it is absolutely not true. Him and Robert Shaw got along. They had one day where they had this falling, this sort of uh, tent. They had this tent situation. And Robert, and, you know, um, uh, Dreyfus says it was a lot of it was his fault because uh, Shaw was a big alcoholic, big time alcoholic. And he was walking down the dock. They, they were filming on the ocean, which Spielberg said mm -hmm. was the, he thought it would be realistic. He said he'd never do it again. It was stupid. They should have never filmed on the ocean. But Shaw's walking down this sort of plank and he's ha holding a drink and he's sort of stumbling and he says, Richard, can you help me? To Dreyfus. And Dreyfus notices he's an alcoholic and Dreyfus says, do you really want me to help you? And Robert Shaw's like, well, yes. And he takes his drink and throws it in the ocean. Oh. <laughs> I'd be mad and, as fuck. And, and Dreyfus even kind of said, even the drinkers in the crew went, ooh, you know, when he did yeah. that. But then Shaw, to get back at him, there's a scene with a fire hose on the ship, puts it right in Dreyfus's face. Who <laughs> <laughs> oh, blasts in Dreyfus's face? And Dreyfus said, I had no sense of humor back then, so for two hours, I was majorly pissed off. <laughs> 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 I finally calmed down. But he said that was the only time they had this falling out. Well, that led to this other article, which is fascinating. It was an article that this guy did with, it was an interview he did with Roy Scheider in 2000 about Jaws. It was for the 25th anniversary of Jaws. And, it, and he, he was talking to Roy Schott about it. It never got published. He said he ended up doing an article. All of the, He did all these different interviews. And he took like one sentence or something from Roy Scheider. The rest of it never got published. And to read the rest of this interview, he's talking about Jaws. Roy Scheider, you know, he says to him, you know, what, what, what was it about those characters? One of the things about Jaws is it's not all about the shark. It's the characters. Yeah. Those are some yeah. amazing, well-developed characters. Oh, yeah. And Roy Scheider said... <laughs> He goes, it was a bit fortuitous because the reason we built the characters like that was the damn shark couldn't, didn't work. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Breaking down. Yeah. Bruce. So it gave us time. We were filming around it. 
And we'd have meetings every night with Spielberg is what we, what are we going to film? And we would flesh out the characters. We would do all this stuff. And that's the reason you care for the characters as much because usually in these movies, the characters aren't shit. They don't mean anything. Right. Yeah. Right. But because the shark wasn't working, we got a chance to build these characters to what they were. Then it got around to his famous line, we're going to need a bigger boat, right? Mm -hmm. What's funny is Roy Schotter goes, yeah, that was in the script. That was in the script, but I liked it so much, I used it twice more, like right after. And if you remember, he goes, mm -hmm. we need a bigger boat, right? We need a he goes, I liked it so much, I thought it was so cool. The guy interviewing had talked to Got uh, Carl Gottlieb, who wrote the screenplay. Carl Gottlieb said Roy Scheider ad-libbed that line. Wow. And Roy Scheider's like, oh, I, maybe I did. It was 25 years. I, I thought it was in the script. When do you ever get a movie where people are giving other people credit? In horror movies, you know? Yeah. But then it got to the point of the great scene in that movie where it's Robert Shaw talking about the USS Indianapolis. Just a masterful scene where he's talking about how he was on that ship. And that's a true story. The USS Indianapolis delivered the bomb. It was all co undercover. And then they were hit by a torpedo. No help was coming because nobody was in contact with them. And those guys, 900 guys went into the water in shark-infested waters. Night, day, they were getting pulled under. They were getting together in groups, hoping it would storm up, and they were getting pulled under for three days. When they oh, finally God. pulled the guys out, only a couple hundred were left because sharks had taken the rest of them. Right. Mm -hmm. wow. And he tells that story. He tells that story in yeah. Jaws. That was not in the original script. That is another thing that came along, I guess, from the delays. John Milius, who's friends with Spielberg, mm -hmm. was shocked that Spielberg had never heard the story of the USS Indianapolis. When he's doing a shark movie, he never heard of it. So Spielberg had John Milius write something up. Then he gave it to Carl Gottlieb, who wrote something up. And then all of the actors contributed a little bit. Robert Shaw contributed a little bit. Mm -hmm. Roy Scheider said his contribution was like a doll's eyes. Roy Scheider said, I came up with that line black eyes like a doll's eyes that was his contribution wow. to that speech Damn. which is really cool he also said that robert shaw was drunk off his ass for half of it <laughs> you know, it, took, it took two days to film that and for at least a day and a half of it or something he was drunk off his ass wow. <laughs> while doing that speech and he goes that was always a little bit tense because that's a long monologue to get through <laughs> when, yeah. when you can't concentrate yeah, but I was I was blown away by that. I, I that, but the the fact that you care about those characters, you might not. It might not have been the movie it was if the shark worked. Had worked, it, from yeah. the wouldn't have been broken. You know, right. it's it's funny, and I don't know. You may have heard of this, or you may not have. There is actually every summer there is a lake where <clears throat> what they do is they have a screen that floats on the water, right? And they put everybody in inner tubes and they put them out in the lake and they play Jaws. <laughs> Oh, that's awesome. So you get to watch Jaws on the big screen while you're floating. In a, while you're flo in, and you yeah. know you're looking down yeah. at the water every now and again. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't remember where exactly that shark where they do that. that. <laughs> but uh, they do it every summer, though. Oh, that's all. I would love to I was like, man, that it. would be fucking cool. That so, would be great. So what are... What would you say about five? What are five movies you watch every horror movies you watch every year? Uh, so for me, it's pretty easy. Uh, I watch uh, the number one movie that I watch every year, uh, usually a couple times, is Salem's Lot. Uh, oh, I absolutely love that film. Yes, I'll never get tired of it. Uh, I, the the I scariest, probably the scariest vampire movie ever made. 
I I would agree. I, you know, because I, I every vampire scares the shit out of you in that movie. <laughs> that movie disturbed me so much when I was a kid. Oh, you know, and that too. was a made-for-TV movie. Yeah. yeah, it was like a mini-series kind of thing. And Toby it was Hooper, like a two-part deal. Yeah, yeah Toby I, Hooper. Go, go back to Toby Hooper again. Uh, you know, well, he just had and then yeah. the other Toby Hooper again, Poltergeist. I I watched that oh, every yeah. year. Absolutely, um, that's the first movie I ever owned. The first movie we got a VCR. My father taped Death Trap off of cable. Uh And when I finally got my tape that same night, the first night we got it, I taped Poltergeist. And I remember taking that tape out going, I now own Poltergeist. In those days, you couldn't own a movie. You right, not, there right. was no such thing as right. owning a movie. There was yeah. no streaming. There was well, nothing. You could own one, but they were a small fortune. Yeah, yeah. You know, they got a print, and then you need a screen. You need a projector. You need all yeah. that. And I didn't have any of that stuff. Yeah. So you that when I remember holding that videotape saying, I own Poltergeist now. I can watch yeah. it tomorrow. I can watch it the next day. I can watch it. I can wait two weeks and then watch it again. Whenever I want to, I can now watch Poltergeist. And yeah. I was – I that, that was – a. Obviously, it was very because now I own every time I come across something I buy. So it was like really a a very influential moment for me. But I'm with you, man. Poltergeist is amazing. Um, That's probably, you know, as a kid, that was one of my favorite movies, you know. Yeah. I mean, that and Halloween, of course. You know, Halloween's another one I got to watch every year. But the the one that I watch probably a couple times a year is uh, The Legend of Hell House. I wow. just love that movie. You know, I mean, Roddy McDowell. The one with Roddy McDowell, and, yeah. Uh, that's a, Clive that's a, Revel and... Uh, yeah, uh, that is, that's a good uh, movie. Franklin. Oh, yeah. Jesus. Um, I actually have a picture of that up here, too. Uh, shot from that movie. That's I love that film. That's a good Great one. movie. Great movie. Yep. And, and there's, uh, there's, uh, there's a lot of others. I mean, I've never really been big into comedies and stuff. Well, I'm like talking that, about just horror. I'm just know, talking about just, like horror movies. Yeah, horror, yeah. That, since he said five, I yeah. figured we'd, we'd pop off five. Yep. You know, there, there's a lot, you know. Um, Nightmare on Elm Street was never a really big one for me. I mean, I liked the movie, but I, it wasn't one of my favorites. Uh, I definitely uh, always watch uh, Friday the 13th Part 3. Uh, that's right. probably one of my favorites out of the series. Mm-hmm. So yeah. mine's, I mean, it's kind of obvious, I guess, but most of mine, like, so ones I watch every year, and I usually probably watch both, all of these probably multiple times a year, actually, but Silver Bullet. Um, oh, wow, yeah, good. Yeah, yeah that's, that's a staple in my house. Mm-hmm. Um, the Lost Boys. Nice. Um, that's... That movie, that movie gets, made being made being a vampire cool. That's like yeah. one of the ones you watch yeah. and you go, I want to be a vampire. Yeah. Like I, I Well, even when I watch Dracula, I want to fucking be a vampire. Yeah, but I watch that <laughs> I watch that movie constantly. Yeah. Um uh trying to think of any obscure ones. But uh Buffy the Vampire Slayer, yeah. the movie, right. the original oh, movie with Christy Swanson. Christy Swanson. Yeah. I I watch that every Luke year. Luke Perry and Paul Rubens. Yeah. God, there were a bunch of people in that. Um yeah. and then phantasm phantasm yes yeah. and i what happens what happens with me is so i watch phantasm and i'm like okay now i'm gonna watch the rest of it yeah. so then i spend yeah. the next you know, i'll tell you off. what i i like phantasm but i really like phantasm too love it yeah. One of i think phantasm 2 is amazing yes yeah. yes man and so like i love the whole storyline phantasm is near and dear to my heart completely mm-hmm. so like i the storyline is amazing i love it um, and then a fifth one that I watch every year, <laughs> Ernest Scared Stupid. 
I, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I have to watch that every year. Um, I watched it before, you know, during Halloween. Um, now, he said there's a ton of them I watched, too, but yeah. I just don't mention mm-hmm. them. But just five of them off the top of my head that I, I know They're for sure. The ones that sort of stick oh, out, yeah. Another big one that I that I forgot that I watch all the time, American Werewolf in London. Yep. Yeah, yeah. 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 See, there's a bunch of them. And, but, like, those ones I know I watch for sure. And it's funny because, like, I can I could literally – quote that whole movie word for word like and it's funny do you i I do this and i I don't know do you guys do this too like so you'll be like you'll take a movie like say american werewolf in london you'll be like all right this movie's fucking two hours and some change long um i got a half an hour let me see i'm gonna skip through my favorite scenes yeah i mean do you guys ever do that you know i try i honestly i try not to i try to make sure i have enough time before i sit down and watch it right but yeah there are times you know something it's like i just want to see that scene yeah yeah and sometimes i want to see that that transformation i want to see when he talks to jack in the freaking theater you know and uh you know very me- I love how they that, that guy just the, that's one of the more underrated portions of that movie is that whole thing with Griffin Dunn how he's yeah, slowly yeah. decaying every time you see him he's looking worse and worse and worse to the point that it's not even Griffin Dunn anymore it's just a skeleton right. and that's a crazy thing too about Griffin Dunn you know from American Werewolf in London and Dominic Dunn and Dominic Dunn's sister and yeah Poltergeist, and the, that tragedy know? I remember uh, when she was when she was killed it yeah. was after we saw yeah. the movie and it was like oh my god that was awful and that started that started the quote-unquote curse yeah yeah older guy's yeah. curse that was like the yeah. first you know the first tragedy associated with yeah. that uh with that whole series you, you know, know there's a series called cursed films i don't know if you've seen that yes i, I saw i did see them yeah uh you know them, like yeah. the omen the omen mm-hmm. had a lot of weird shit going had a on. lot of strange things with yeah. it yep and uh well i know they talked about the twilight zone movie apparently obviously with with um uh it was that um oh god the great the god the great actor um my dan why am i not i oh i blank it's funny i blank on names i can tell you everything <laughs> about him it's jennifer jason lee's father vic morrow vic oh yeah yeah vic morrow him and the two kids dying on the set of right on the movie. I remember uh-huh. when that right, happened right, right. Yep. too. Yeah, during the uh, the like village raid. Yeah, they were doing like scene. a Vietnam the helicopter like he, scene. Yeah, the helicopter he was doing scene. a Vietnam. Yeah, yep. and and the kids sh- were not supposed to be there. They were there at night, and they were supposed to already be home. Right. But Lion just kept them there to to get the scene done. So That's he, horrible, he was man. A lot of trouble. I mean, it yeah. was like really, really bad. Yeah, um, and but, uh, fucking Lando's gotten a lot of shit over that, oh, too. Oh, yeah, he should have. Spielberg thought about shutting the movie down. He said, you yeah. know what? I'm pulling the plug on He almost thought it because he was producing it. He thought it was going to – he said, that's yeah. it. We're going to pull the plug Man, on I'll tell that. you what. Yeah, I – oof, that's rough. You know, yeah, I, I, had, children, I had to come back from that. Yeah. Children dying like that. I Yes. Oh, that's my worst yeah. nightmare in life. Yeah. That's my worst nightmare in life. And the parents kids. were on the set and saw it. Oh, that's the worst part. Happened, they yeah. were on the set and saw the accident. Put a bullet in my fucking head. I'm telling I, you, there's I, no I, way. I can't even imagine. No I can't, way. I can't no. even imagine what what that must have been like. Uh, but then, yeah, with Poltergeist, the curse with that one. Now they go to the second one with the guy who played the preacher. You know, you're all gonna die. Yeah, he was he creepy. Knew, as he was fuck. creepy fucker. <laughs> oh, he was creepy as hell. He was, and and it was a great performance. He knew he was dying before he accepted the role, though. Right. He knew he had terminal cancer, so I don't see how you can put that in with the curse. Right, right. You know, and it goes back to the fact part of it was they say uh, the part of the curse was that pool scene in the first Poltergeist 
Those are actual bodies. Bodies, yeah. From in there. Yeah, the, yeah. They're real skeletons, yeah. Yeah, because it was it, cheaper to yes. get real skeletons yes. than to make them. Yeah. <laughs> what does yeah, that it, tell you? Yeah. yeah. Thanks, Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, well, everybody in Hollywood's got is, skeletons to get is, uh, Joe Beth <laughs> Williams didn't even know. No. She thought she had they no were idea. Fake. She didn't find tell out you what, until after the movie wrapped. If I knew, I wouldn't get in the goddamn pool. No, no, no way in hell I would get in that pool. Hell no. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Everyone so that was part of what they said with, the, yeah. with so. the curse. Certainly scared me for clowns. That goddamn clown doll. Oh, yeah. In that movie. Yeah. Now, that's one remake I never watched, and I don't want to. Yeah, you don't. And, it's horrible. And it's, it's not like, again, I don't mind remakes, but it it actually hurt a little when that one came out because of how much that movie meant to me. Yeah. Right. And I wasn't expecting it. I wasn't expecting it to hurt like it did, but it did yeah. when that movie, when the remake came out. And then when I heard it was pure shit. Yeah. I'm like, oh, come on. You know what? Yeah, I went point? into that thinking, okay, you know, because I love the original so much. Um, yeah, it was, it was bad. It was a rough but watch. Part of what made the original, and we, you don't realize it when you're watching it, but part of what made the original is a very female-centric film. The strongest characters in that movie are yeah. the women. Yeah. In that first, in that first poltergeist. But with Carolyn, the mother. You know, and Craig D. Nelson's great. He's definitely a good father. Oh, yeah, character. absolutely. But it is Joe Beth Williams as the mother. Then mm -hmm. Beatrice Strait's character. She's better than the other guys who are with her. The one guy who ends up pulling his face apart. He ends up, he's like, I can't take it. I'm out. Yeah. And then you got the, 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 um, the, the, the who was it? The, the small lady who comes yeah. in. Yeah. I can't remember what the actual uh, name is Rubenstein. now. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Zelda, Zelda Rubenstein. Zelda Rubenstein. Yeah, Zelda yeah. Rubenstein. She comes in. It's a female centric yeah. movie. And that's where the strength lies. And they changed some of those characters in the remake, I understand. Which means yeah, they had no they clue. Did. They, did. they had no well, clue what it was that made that original movie a strong. And, and it was funny because you talk about that, and a lot of people don't realize that. But even, so, you know, Joe Beth Williams is the one that goes into the closet to right. find Carol Ann. Yeah. And mm -hmm. whenever she comes out, it's almost like. They're being born. They're being born. Yes. Again, yeah. you know. They got yeah. all that stuff all over them. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it, well, it, it, yeah. it's really something. And I could tell you, man, oof, if something was to happen to my kid like oh, yeah. that, you know, yeah. as a father, like, yeah, I would probably be the same way he was in the movie. Oh, yeah. You know, work, fall hard. Going to work. And, and that's, yeah. yeah, that's, that was another cool thing with, you know, that they, they didn't have to do that, but the way his fucking downward spiral into fucking madness. That's exactly was, how, cause I would you know, feel like I had, I could, you do could nothing. see it in his face, you know, he, yeah, like starting to get ashy and his you, eyes were getting all dark. And yeah. Shit. Cause you can't do nothing. It's yeah. like, you're, you, yeah. it's like, give you're me strong. a fucking, give me five guys to beat the hell out of. Give me someone yeah. to shoot. Give me something yeah. to go after and right. I'll fucking go through hell to do it. Right. But know? here, but, uh, but where can you go? When you're stuck in the TV, you don't even know yeah, where that, where that, what are you going to do? You know, all you can do is talk through the TV and hope she's going to talk back. Yeah. But the scene in that movie that gets you is when Zelda Rubenstein's talking to the third them. She's there. These, these are lost souls and, and, and they, they need to get to where they want. They see a light and they're attached themselves to her energy. Now hold on to your, hold on to your seats. Yeah. There's something else in there. And you're like, oh shit! Yeah, <laughs> she's sort of building you up. And as soon as she says yeah. that, it's lying to her. It's saying things only a child would understand. Yeah. And then you're kind of like, oh my god! It just sort of twists right on a dime. 
you know, that movie really is a perfect combination. Um, and we talked about this on Land of the Creeps when Justin Bean was on. It's a perfect combination of Toby Hooper and Steven Spielberg. Yeah. Toby Hooper brought that sort of mentality with the bodies and the rip in the face. That was Toby Hooper. He brought a lot of what was like really scary in that movie. Spielberg built the family. Yeah. It was Spielberg yeah. that built that family to the point that you cared about them and you wanted to see them come out. He did it with, with Close Encounters. He did it with E.T. He builds that unit and build, makes them real to yeah. the point that these are characters you root for and you want to see come out of it. So that was almost like the perfect marriage of a Toby Hooper and Steven Spielberg movie. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Fantastic film. I think that's a great way to fucking end this. Yeah. Film. There you yeah. go. Man, I'm telling you, this was all. See, this is our problem: is that we could sit here and <laughs> we could talk all night. Next thing uh, we yeah. know, <laughs> I know. I always, I always do it too. I always say, "Well, okay, as long as we're off by this time." But you know what? Then I'll sit here and I won't shut up. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> well, I can't blame anybody. It's my fault. We can yeah. always do this again. Yeah, I mean, there it worked go. out yep. great, David. It's always a pleasure having you on. I mean, thank you. It was you've got so much blast. knowledge stuck in your head that when it starts thank flowing you. out, it. I, I got to tell you this of everything we were talked we were talking about tonight. My my wife's been pretty much leaving me alone. The one time she came down downstairs is when I said Elvis in bed with two fourteen year olds. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's, it's, she was standing it's, here for it's, three it's, minutes with her eyes crossed, looking at me, saying, "What the hell are you talking?" About? <laughs> it's that it's that classic meme. Yeah. When, yeah. Horror movie when I'm watching it by myself and people get stabbed, and it's like yeah. horror yeah. movie when my wife walks in. People yeah. having sex. Yeah. I'm, that's, that's me too. I could be watching a movie about Mother Teresa, and she's she's washing the feet of of of, some, of, of a native woman with her breast hanging out. My wife said, "What are you watching? Porn again?" Yeah. yeah. You know, that's that's the minute you. I mean, it got to the point when my kids were younger. If they were walking by and there was a nude scene, they go, "Well, mom will be walking in any minute." Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. just that's yeah. the way it yeah. was. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Man. Yeah, we're all waiting for that fifteen minute nude scene for or sex scene from fucking the Friday the Thirteenth remake. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> that just keeps going and going Dude, and going. We, we did. It was fun. It was hilarious. When we first started doing this show, uh, Ryan come up with a great idea. He's like, dude, let's do a live show on Friday the 13th. And it worked out really cool that year because it was Friday the 13th and there was a full moon that night. And, oh, awesome. and it was super nice outside. Yeah. So what we did is I went over to his house and I took, I took the laptop and the microphones and stuff. And this was like really early on. And, uh, we start a we start our show. Well, he brings out his little tablet, and we're watching the Friday the Thirteenth remake. Yeah, you know, and on the it, deck. And, on my and deck. It's cool. You know, we're sitting out on his deck, and we're talking and having a good time, and we're talking to people on. We were doing a Facebook Live yeah. thing, and uh, all of a sudden, it gets to the point in that movie where there's that sex scene. And all of a sudden, everything just goes quiet. It's just me and, and him, like, look like Next this. thing you know, it's just Ryan and I staring at this fucking <laughs> tablet for, like, fucking 10 minutes, you know? And it's like, it's like, oh, shit, wait. <laughs> we're, doing, right. we're doing a live show. <laughs> oh, but but so my funny. guess is nobody noticed because they were probably watching, too. Yeah, it's, it's, it's hilarious. Until that point. Oh, but, yeah. The chicks, that's perfect awesome. Nipple placement. Yeah, yeah. yeah perfect nipple placement. <laughs> I love it. Oh, cool. now, see, God. we could do this all the time. I love it. This is what's but, awesome. Yeah, I try. It, it, it's kind of funny. I threw those out uh, before Christmas time. I kind of sent a sent a message out. Yeah, I would love to do a show where 
like if we could get you and Nathan and Bill and Greg, you know, yep. ever get everybody together and do a show like this. Just do one lot, just blast. one big show. I think, and the, the, I know it was Matt, uh, Matt Rawlings talking Matt, about doing I would love to get him point. in too. Yeah, we, we, we've been playing. That'd be so great. We're going to we need to get a hold of him and see if he ever wants to be on the show. Well, we want to get a hold of oh, yeah. like him. He, like he was talking about like a meetup. That's, yeah, he's he, he doing it like a meetup. I, I got yeah. to meet Matt and Jackson. They came up. They we went to the Joe Bob drive-in back in July. And my wife and I were there. So I got to hang out with them uh, on uh, on that Saturday. After, awesome. for the meetup. Did you get to touch great. Darcy's boob? That's no, she walked out. My wife was next to me the whole time. Oh, um, but she did. And I talk about actually that on the, on the most recent land of the creeks for, for Linnea Quigley because Linnea Quigley was there. I didn't even know she was going to be there, but she yeah. was there. Um, but Darcy was looking mighty far. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she, came, she came walking out. She was wearing this dress and it was it was rough because it was muddy and muggy. It was a hot day, but she was making it a little hotter. Yeah, yeah. see, we definitely are. Um... She was glistening. I'm sure <laughs> <laughs> we kind of want to start uh start our own convention i heard you talking about that that so, would be awesome it's um it, it's in the process like i said i i'm slowly but surely trying to get it to where i can put the time and effort i need to in mm-hmm. the thing so i'm working on it and it's gonna cool. be great and it's gonna be awesome. an awesome time i mean it's gonna be a blast yeah. absolutely that'd be I great and if we could uh, we could have a meetup or something to just all get together yeah. i mean i might actually yeah. get a chance to meet greg this yeah, year yeah exactly i've been podcasting with him since 2010 yeah. And I've never met him face face to face. I've never yeah. met Greg face to face. Yeah, That's crazy. So. But yeah, but as far as what I was talking about, I was like just doing a Zoom meeting. Yeah, yeah, a just bunch do of it together on Zoom one time. That would be that would you know? be great. I mean, I I mean, it probably would be like very difficult. I mean, you'd have everybody yes. trying to talk at the same exactly. time. Exactly. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, we would have to. Uh, they have a thing that you can do. It's called uh, hand raise. Yes, and you, maybe there's you little, have to do that. Yeah, yeah. There's a everybody on just here be quiet until <laughs> everyone. Yeah, that's how you have to do it. Yeah. No, no. I think it'd be cool. Everybody just fucking talking and having a I, good time, and, and that'd be a good time <laughs> to start discussing about getting. I, I really, I really want to do a convention where all of us yeah. or and like true crime or whatever authors, podcasters, you know, all get together. Yeah. I agree. I it'd be to, awesome. It'd be great. You that know, him talking great. about Matt. I need to reach out to him and see if he wants to do a show. Something. There's a lot yeah. of people that. You know, because he'd probably do it. Yeah. Might have to watch our mouths with him, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you some of his stories. I can't tell you. I got when we get off. I want to tell you one of his stories. I can't tell it on the okay. air. Because, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Let's, he 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 can't. He, you know, I, I don't want to get. I don't want to get him right. in trouble. Let's you know? end this right. out real quick. Right. Uh, okay, Dave. As always, a great time to have you on. Thank man. you. Yeah, it was Neither a blast. It was a lot it. of fun. Uh, so, guys, you can find Dave all over the place. Yep. Check him out. At Land the Creeps. Land, uh, Land of the Creeps, horror movie podcast, the, the Phantom Galaxy. I have my own DVD infatuation podcast over considering the cinema. And, of course, Jay the Dead's new horror movies. Brand new one we just launched, and um, it's, it's going well so far. So uh, those are the podcasts. Check me out there. Yeah, definitely. Go check them out, guys. Horror fam, we love you. You guys know that. Thank you for support as always. And more importantly, as always, until next time, keep, keep it, it creepy. Give us a keep it creepy. Keep it creepy. Yeah. (laughs) Love you guys.